This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. We offer a free Erotica Podcast and a premium patron taboo podcast which contains more intense sexual themes. You can subscribe to the premium podcast for $2 per month or support the Erotica Podcast on Patreon to support us and allow members to request future stories and themes. Links are in the description. Thank you for listening. This podcast contains mature content and is intended for an adult audience only. It contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of all stories is fiction with any similarities to real people or events being purely coincidental. This podcast is not intended for anything but entertainment of the listener, and if you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. Neurosubmission Transmitter Part 5 by Sam Slam Chapter 05 So what mood do you think mom will be in? Susan asked me as I turned the corner into our housing tract. We've been driving since early this morning to get home for Christmas break. You mean family mom or horny mom? I ask, smiling at my sexy sister. I know exactly what she means. Sometimes mom welcomes us with open arms and legs, while other times she wants to go to the mall or a restaurant and act like a normal family. Yeah, don't you think it's weird how sometimes she can't wait to jump our bones and other times she's all dressed up to go out for a family dinner? Susan might as well have been reading my mind. She is pretty unpredictable, I admit. But I'm betting that since we haven't been home for a while, she'll be pretty horny. At least I hope so. There's nothing I love more than a threesome with my mom and my sister that I needn't have worried. Mom meets us at the door in a sheer white teddy that leaves nothing to the imagination. She looks incredible and my eyes can't decide where they want to focus, on her smooth, bald pussy mound or her hard nipples jutting out from her gorgeous tits. Pulling my sister and I into a tight embrace, she yanks us into the house. I've missed you both so much! She says, alternately kissing each of us as she squeezes us against her nearly naked body. I slip my hand under the bottom of mom's short teddy and slide it between her legs. You're soaking wet, mom. I laugh, as I make eye contact with my sister. She nods and steps back from the embrace. Hand check. She yells and we each grab one of mom's hands and bring it to our face. I've got it. Susan says, taking a big whiff of my mom's fingers. You started without us. She laughs and licks pussy juice from mom's fingers. Stop that. Mom laughs. I couldn't help it. She wraps her arms around our waists and leads us down the hall towards her bedroom. I really miss you guys. There isn't enough room in the hallway for us to walk three abreast so Susan steps out of mom's embrace and starts unbuttoning her blouse as she trails behind us. Mom is working on my shirt while I caress her bare-ass cheeks. Inside mom's bedroom, Susan drops her blouse on a chair and unfastens her brow while mom lets my shirt fall to the floor. Shaking her large tits free, Susan poses seductively before undoing her jeans. Mom stares hungrily at my sister's perfect breasts and then works somewhat distractedly on unbuckling my belt. Pulling her thong down along with her jeans, Susan kicks them both aside and stands completely naked, watching mom pull my jeans and underwear down. Your turn, mom. Susan smiles as I step back and we both watch mom pull her teddy over her head. Definitely horny mom. We've been in the house less than 60 seconds and all three of us are naked. It's been a while since I've seen my mom and my sister naked together, and I can't get over how much they look alike. Susan's tits are a little larger and mom's pussy lips protrude a little more but they could almost be mistaken for sisters. Susan's blonde hair is a little longer than mom's light brown tresses, but they're almost identically styled in sexy neck-length bobs, parted on the left side and covering part of their forehead. Susan wraps her arms around mom from behind, lifting and massaging mom's beautiful tits as she presses the front of her body against mom's back. I reach down to stroke mom's smooth pussy mound as I move closer and lean in for a kiss. Mom opens her mouth and sucks my tongue inside. I feel the back of my sister's hands against my chest as she pinches and teases mom's nipples. Spreading her legs, mom sighs into my mouth when my probing fingers find her slick folds. Lightly gliding my fingers around her soggy pussy, I tease her lips open without penetrating her steamy hole. I need you both. Mom cries, breaking the kiss. 
I want Nick to fuck me and Susan to eat me and just I don't know where to start. She says, looking from Susan to me like she's studying the dessert menu at a gourmet restaurant. Let's do it. Susan jumps on the bed and lies on her back, positioning her head right at the edge of the bed. 69 with me, Mom, and Nick can fuck you while I lick you. Mom raises her eyebrows at me, obviously surprised at how quickly Susan came up with the perfect position. There aren't many positions that Susan, Sherry, and I haven't tried, so I just shrug and smile at Mom as she crawls up on the bed. Swinging her leg over Susan and aligning her mouth with Susan's smooth, hairless pussy, Mom moves into position. Susan wraps her arms around Mom's thighs, pulling her hot pussy down and plunges her tongue directly into Mom's juicy opening. While I wait for an opportunity to join them, I marvel again at how Susan's jealousy never extends to female threesome partners. Even after Sherry moved in with Ken last semester, she still hangs out with Susan and I during Ken's away games. We've never repeated the threesome that Ken and I had with Sherry, but her visits with Susan and I often end with naked limbs tangled around each other in a variety of creative positions. My cock is aching for inclusion as I watch my mom and my sister slurp each other's love juices. I'm amazed at how perfectly they fit together, their tits pressed into each other's stomachs with either of them having to stretch to reach the other's love canal. Muffled instruction from my sister brings me into the action and I step over to the edge of the bed to bring my heart on within inches of my mom's wet pussy. Susan wraps her fingers around my shaft as she pulls her face from mom's pussy and slips my cock head into her mouth for a quick suck. The top side of my cock brushes mom's pussy lips as my sister plants a wet kiss on the tip of it before aligning it with mom's opening. Fuck. If I didn't have complete control over my cock I'd have shot into my sister's mouth. Guiding me upward, she rubs my cock head up and down mom's steamy pussy lips and slides her hand down to my balls as I thrust forward. Oh. Yeah. Mom moans into Susan's crotch as my cock spreads her lips and glides into her anxious pussy. With my hands on mom's hips, I push my cock deeper until my balls rest against my sister's forehead. Making my cock swell to its full thickness within mom's fiery hole, I savor the feeling of her hot pussy walls conforming around me. Closing my eyes, I just hold my cock still, enjoying the pulsating throb of her extremely aroused pussy. Mom starts moving back and forth, writhing around and trying to get my cock to move within her. Still holding her hips, I move along with her to delay the friction she seeks, teasing her until I can feel she is about to explode, and then I slowly withdraw my hard cock. Oh! Fuck! She cries, taking a breath from eating Susan's pussy. Fuck me, Nick! I need it so bad. I hold my cockhead between her slick pussy lips, count to nine, and then plunge back into her and hold still again. Oh! Mom moans and I can feel her whole body shake as Susan licks her clit, occasionally allowing her tongue to flick along the base of my cock. The sensation is incredible, and as I withdraw my cock this time, I'm rewarded with Susan's tongue licking the underside of it. I start a slow, steady rhythm of easing my hard cock in and out of Mom's sweltering pussy while Susan sucks her clit into her mouth, and together we push our mom over the top. Oh my god! Oh! Oh, Nick! Oh, Susan! Mom screams as her orgasm rips through her body and I keep pounding my hard cock into her spasming pussy. Mom doesn't know that Susan and I have used the transmitter to give us complete control over our arousal levels, and must be surprised as hell, not to mention out of her mind with pleasure, when I keep pistoning into her. Mom's head is turned to the side and she's panting against Susan's thigh while Susan gives Mom's clit a break by leaning her head back and licking my balls. It feels so fucking good that I nearly shoot my load before I realize it. Consciously holding my own pleasure at bay, I concentrate on giving Mom the best welcome home fuck she can imagine. Digging my fingers into her ass cheeks, I pummel her soggy pussy while Susan sucks on her engorged clit. Mom rides and moans as we rapidly work her towards another explosive orgasm. This time there is no holding back. Just to make sure we're in agreement, my sister strokes her fingers across my balls giving them a gentle squeeze. Mom is still making a half-hearted attempt to eat Susan's pussy, but is mostly lost in her own pleasure when her orgasm smacks her like a thunderclap, rolling through her body and shaking her to the core. I finally release my load. Jerkily bucking against her firm ass cheeks as I fill her pussy with my hot jism. Mom's legs give out, and she collapses on top of Susan, gasping for breath and unexpectedly pulling my spent cock from her saturated hole. Susan spreads mom ass cheeks with her fingers and laps up the mixture of pussy juice and come leaking from mom's drenched pussy. I crawl up on the bed next to mom, as Susan slurps her love cocktail. We miss you. I whisper as I plant kisses around mom's mouth, 
licking Susan's pussy juice from her lips and cheeks. Mom's breathing is starting to return to normal, but Susan's uninterrupted licking is keeping her in a constant state of arousal. Oh, Nick. Susan, that was... I don't know. She sighs, wiggling her ass around on Susan's mouth. Let's flip over. Susan says excitedly. It's my turn to get fucked. She starts to maneuver Mom over on her side. Give your brother a chance to recover. Mom says, smiling at me while Susan rolls her out of the way. He's resilient. Susan insists, winking at me as Mom slides her head down towards my spent cock. That may be, but he can't just get hard at your command. She insists, and Susan smiles while raising her eyebrows at me. The fact is I can get hard whenever I want, and it usually is at my sister's command. Mom sucks my soft cock into her mouth, using her tongue to lap up the lingering flavor of her own juices. Susan is kneeling on the bed next to me waiting, not exactly patiently, for me to make my cock hard. We lock eyes and I try to communicate that we have to make this look realistic unless we're ready to tell mom how we've used the transmitter. She just sighs and leans over to play with mom's nipples. I gradually allow my cock to harden within mom's mouth, and she starts bobbing her head and moving her lips up and down the length of my shaft. Okay, now he's ready for you. Mom smiles after several minutes of lazy pleasure, and rolls onto her back into the exact position that Susan was in earlier. Susan positions her thighs over mom's torso and scoots her knees towards the edge of the bed until her face is even with mom's cum-filled pussy. Come on, little brother. Susan urges. Time to rock my world. She smiles as she lowers her mouth and raises her ass. Em. Mom sighs when Susan's tongue makes contact with her sensitive pussy lips. Standing behind my sister, I squeeze her hips while I glide my hard cock into her splayed open pussy, which is now hovering over mom's face. Oh fuck. I moan when mom's tongue swirls around the base of my cock, which is fully buried in my sister's velvety snatch. I quickly start pumping my hard cock in and out of my sister's hot pussy, fucking her through three intense orgasms, although she might have triggered them herself. Mom licks us both, adding an incredible new dimension to our fucking and Susan gets mom off again, eating her to another explosive orgasm. We continue our welcome home fuck fest in a variety of erotic positions. Mom sucks me hard between each fuck and exclaims with increasing amazement at my continued resiliency. Susan keeps whispering for me to just make it hard again and quit the dramatics. I ignore her, and we fuck well into the night, falling into a blissful sleep tangled in each other's arms, all of us dead to the world, completely spent. I slip into a totally dreamless sleep and wake up a little disoriented until I glance around the dimly lit room and it all comes back to me. I'm in my mother's bed with she and my sister on either side of me, and my mouth tastes like pussy.as I rub the sleep from my eyes. I realize how lucky I am. Any guy would give his right nut to be where I am right now. My sister is on one side of me, lying on her stomach and displaying her sexy white-ass cheeks. Mom is on the other side with her luscious tits mashed up against my arm and her smooth pussy mound pressed against my hip. Both of them are sleeping peacefully and I listen to their nearly synchronized, rhythmic breathing for a few minutes until nature calls me to my feet. Pulling on my baggy jeans from the night before, I get up to use the toilet and brush my teeth. I take a quick look around for my suitcase but fuck. It's still in the car. Grabbing my keys, I run out barefoot and shirtless to retrieve it. Fortunately, we live where the December weather is generally in the mid-fifties. Even so, the early morning air is chilly, and I hurry to unlock the car and pop the trunk. Hey Nick! I hear while I'm pulling Susan's suitcase out of the car. Turning towards the sound, I see mom's friend Mary picking up her newspaper from her driveway. Hi Mary! I call back, watching her bend over to get her newspaper. She's wearing a thigh-length bathrobe and slippers, but my cock responds instantly to the memory of her and mom doing more than sunbathing on our back deck a few months ago. Mom had Mary completely naked and pretty worked up in the backyard before I inadvertently interrupted them. I recall Mary being pretty friendly towards me when I walked out on the deck in my swimsuit. I wonder. I will my cock to impressive hardness, creating an obvious tent in my jeans, and walk over to say hello. Your mom told me you and Susan were coming home for the holidays. Mary says with a big smile on her face when I approach, and she opens her arms for an embrace. The movement stretches open the top of her fleece bathrobe, exposing her lavender flower print nightie that barely contains her mouth-watering tits. I recall her wide, dark areolas and thick nipples as she wraps her arms around me and pulls me close. Her thin nightie is all that's separating her tits from my bare chest, 
and I make no effort to hide my heart on when it pokes against her crotch. We got in last night. I say cheerfully, stating the obvious while enjoying the feel of her body against mine. Oh, you're cold! Mary exclaims, running her hands over my bare back. What are you doing outside without a shirt on? I'm surprised your mother let you do that. She's running her hands up and down my arms to warm me up, not an unpleasant feeling. Mom and Susan are still sleeping. I just came out to get our suitcases. I watch her tit swell with her breathing and notice her nipples are pushing against the thin fabric of her nightie. Is she cold or aroused? I'm not used to having a conversation with a woman without the transmitter to help me know what she's thinking or cluing me in about what to say. Well, come in and have breakfast with me. It'll warm you up. She says, taking my arm and leading me up her driveway, adding with a tease. I thought you were the late sleeper. I should get a shirt, and I left a suitcase on the driveway. I almost stammer, wondering why I'm suddenly feeling so uncomfortable. What I really need is the transmitter. I'd love to know what she's thinking right now. I'd also like to know what Mom and Mary have been up to these past couple of months. No one's going to take your suitcase. She laughs, putting her hand on my back and guiding me towards the house. My God, you must have grown an inch since I saw you in September, and you're getting better looking all the time. Her hand is almost caressing my back as we step onto her porch. Pancakes and bacon okay? She asks as we walk into the house. Sounds great. How can I help? You can mix the pancake batter once I've put in all the ingredients. She says, turning towards me and placing the palm of her hands on my biceps. With these muscles, who needs an electric mixer? She smiles and glances down at the bulge in my jeans before turning towards the kitchen. Fuck. She is definitely coming on to me. Maybe she would appreciate my extraordinary stamina instead of taking it for granted like my sister does. Mary puts flour, eggs, milk and some other stuff into a mixing bowl and hands it to me. They say pancakes are fluffier if they're mixed by hand. She explains, passing me a metal whisk while she turns the griddle on and gets the bacon out of the fridge. I start mixing the pancake batter. It's harder than it looks and I put all my muscle into it. Very nice. She says, watching my biceps and chest muscles, when she's supposed to be concentrating on getting the bacon strips in the pan. It feels kind of weird. I guess I never thought of women wanting to look at topless men. How's this look? I ask, showing her the mixing bowl. Mmm, perfect. She says, making a show of looking me up and down. Is it mixed up enough? I ask with an exaggerated sigh. Mary steps closer and leans forward to look in the bowl. While she's looking at the pancake batter, I'm getting a glimpse of her bare tits down the top of her nightie. Taking the whisk from my hand, she stirs the mixture a few times, jiggling her tits around in the process and giving me a cock-hardening show. This is perfect, too. She says, taking the bowl from me and scooping out eight pancakes onto the griddle that I sit at the kitchen table and watch her getting breakfast ready. When I saw Mary naked in the backyard with my mom, I was focused on just her pussy and her tits. Now as she moves around the kitchen in her short bathrobe, I realize she's got very sexy legs as well. Her thighs are lean and muscular with just the right curves to be considered shapely. As she multitasks making breakfast I catch glimpses of her upper thighs and wonder if I even stand a chance without the transmitter. How's school? Mary asks as she sets two plates on the table, one filled with pancakes and the other with bacon. Do you have a girlfriend? No. I answer, helping myself to a stack of pancakes and pouring syrup over it. I bet you're breaking hearts all over that campus. She continues as she nibbles on a piece of bacon. Not really. I answer. Fuck. I'm so lame at this type of talking. I never know what to say. I wonder what will happen if I just follow her lead and ask her the same type of things she's asking me. How about you, Mary? I ask between bites. Are you seeing anyone? She looks at me curiously and hesitates before answering. No. She finally says. No one special. I rack my brain to try and remember where she works. I think mom said she works for either a brokerage firm or a mortgage company. You're the one who's probably breaking all the hearts. I tell her. I bet you have every guy in the office drooling over you. I doubt that. She laughs and I decide this is working pretty well. I don't. If there was a beautiful woman like you working where I worked, I'd be wiping drool from my chin every two minutes. I tell her, wiping my chin for emphasis. That was syrup, not drool. She laughs, but she's clearly enjoying the compliments. Whatever. I just mean that you are very. Can I call my mom's friend sexy? Is that appropriate? 
I'm beautiful and you probably turn guys' heads wherever you go. She stops eating and looks at me. That's very sweet, Nick. She just sits quietly, staring at me as I devour two more stacks of pancakes. What? I say when I see her lips curl into a slight smile. Nothing, she says smoothly. It's just not every day that I have a half-naked man eating breakfast in my kitchen. She smiles and I wonder how far to take this banter. Really? I ask facetiously. I bet you could have any number of half-naked men in your kitchen, any morning you want. I say, not initially realizing what I'm implying. Well, she laughs. That remains to be seen, but I'm glad you're here today. Me too, I answer. What do I say now? Should I push this a little farther? What's the worst that can happen? She tells my mom that I came onto her. Hell, mom doesn't care. So now that you've fed me, what do you generally do with half-naked men in your kitchen? I ask, leaning my elbows on the table and looking directly into her eyes. Fuck. I hope she doesn't freak out. I shouldn't have worried. Mary leans back in her chair and looks appraisingly at me. Nothing in the kitchen, she says, folding her arms under her breasts, which actually makes them bulge up over the top of her nightie. I sense we're at a turning point in the conversation and I try to think of what I should say. My cock is rock hard without me even thinking about it. I decide on silence, just raising my eyebrows at her. If you weren't my best friend's son, she says, leaning forward. You're what, 18, Nick? She asks, abruptly changing to a more cautionary tone. 19. I correct her. How old are you, Mary? 29. 10 years older than you. She sighs, pulling her robe more tightly around her. You're pretty bold. You're pretty sexy. I tell her, trying to recapture the moment. What happened? One minute she's coming on to me, and the next minute she's... I don't know, shutting me out. I'm not exactly at my sexiest right now, she says, running her fingers through her hair. And I'm sure I don't compare to the college girls you're used to being around. Mary, remember that day when I interrupted you and mom out by the pool? I decide to just take the risk and go for it. What do you mean interrupted us? She gasps. What do you think you interrupted, Nick? I was standing inside listening for a while before I came outside. I say quietly. You are definitely more sexy than the college girls I know. That's not exactly true, but damn close. The only college girls I know intimately are my sister and our roommate Sherry. Were you watching us? She asks, her eyes getting bigger and an almost panicked expression filling her face. For a few minutes. I thought it was the most incredible sight I'd ever seen. I'm trying to reassure her, but I'm not sure it's working. I make my cock even harder and stand up, pushing my chair back. Whatever you think you saw. She stammers, staring at my crotch with her mouth open as I walk around to her side of the table. Remember what you said about men? I lean down and whisper in her ear, but don't wait for an answer. I wouldn't be like that. I put my hands on her shoulders as she gapes at my erect cock, tenting my baggy jeans. Your pleasure would definitely come first. I whisper. I, um, you, um, you're my best friend's son. She manages to say, while obviously struggling with the moral dilemma. I watched you grow up. I can't tell if she's legitimately having second thoughts or if she was just playing me before. I know. But I'm not a kid anymore. I start to massage her shoulders, but she shrugs my hands off and stands up. I think you better go, Nick. She looks at me pleadingly. I don't think I could face your mother if we, if things, you know. Sure. I tell her, pulling her into an embrace. Thanks for breakfast, Mary. I tighten the embrace, squishing her tits between us and pressing my hard cock against her pussy mound. She takes a deep breath, and I feel her hard nipples drill into my bare chest. God, Nick. She sighs into my shoulder. If only. I feel her shudder in my arms and realize that maybe I'm pushing this a little too fast. I drop my arms from around her and step back. She almost looks disappointed. Am I reading this wrong? Does she just want me to persuade her? I need that goddamn transmitter. Let this be a lesson. Don't leave home without it. Of course, I didn't exactly leave home. I better go see if Susan and Mom are awake. I say, stepping around her. I hope I get to see more of you before I go back to school. I tell her, repeating the double entendre that she used on me the last time. We'll see. She smiles. Let me think about it. She kisses me on the cheek and shivers, pulling her robe around her even though it's not cold in here. I guess I'm supposed to leave. Where have you been?
Mom and Susan meet me at the door when I get home. Maggie called and she needs the transmitter for some emergency with Nicole. Mom says. They're both wearing long sleep shirts that cling to their bodies. Where the fuck were you? Susan demands, looking at me over Mom's shoulder. My suitcase was on the driveway and the trunk was opened. She's glaring at me as I stand in the entryway in just my jeans. I went out to get the suitcases and Mary was getting her newspaper, so she invited me for breakfast. What did Maggie say? I blurted all out in one breath. You need to call her. Mom says, handing me the phone as we walk into the living room. You had breakfast with Mary? Susan asks. Where's your shirt? I just shrug as I dial Maggie's number. Hello? Nick? Maggie answers. Yeah, what's up? What's wrong with Nicole? I need the transmitter. Someone's controlling her. Maggie says with panic in her voice. I've never heard her like this. What do you mean someone's controlling her? The trigger. She says. I think someone figured out the trigger and is controlling her. Please, just bring me the transmitter. Right away. I'm still talking as I go out to the car to get my suitcase. Tell me what happened. Well, she hardly speaks to me anyway, but lately she's been even more reclusive. This morning she got a phone call and I watched her eyes glaze over and her voice lose any inflection just like with the transmitter. What else can it be? When I tried to talk to her, she got really agitated and left the house. Nick, you've got to get down here. I'm on my way. I tell her. I'll be there as soon as I can. Hanging up, I drag my suitcase into the house and grab a shirt out of it. I've got to go. I tell mom and Susan. Someone is controlling Nicole, and it's all my fault. I explain while pulling on my shoes and socks. What do you mean controlling her? Susan asks, clearly irritated. And how is that your fault? She's standing in front of me with her hands on her hips, her breasts heaving as her anger affects her breathing. I'll go with you, Mom says, running down the hall to get dressed. It's a long story, sis. I'll explain it all when I get home. I stand up and we're nearly toe-to-toe. I'm sorry, but I have to do this. Why can't Mom just take Maggie the transmitter? Why do you have to run off the minute someone mentions Nicole's name? Fuck. I don't have time for this shit. Because it's my fault and I have to fix it, all right? I yell, stepping around her and grabbing the car keys. Are you ready, Mom? I yell down the hall. Just a second. She calls back. Fine. Susan says, grabbing her suitcase. I'll go too. You'd better hurry. I sigh. We're ready to go. Susan pulls her sleep shirt over her head and, standing naked in the living room, rummages through her suitcase. Despite my distress over Nicole's predicament, my cock jumps at the sight of my sister's gorgeous tits swinging provocatively as she bends over searching through her clothes. My cock, still wound up from my breakfast with Mary, doesn't understand why I don't just grab Susan's hips and plunge into her hot pussy from behind. I'm not exactly known for restraint. Mom returns from her bedroom as Susan pulls her thong up and nestles the thin strip of material between her firm-ass cheeks. I'm ready. Are we all going? Mom asks of no one in particular. Yes, Susan says, fastening her bra and adjusting her tits inside the cups. I'm not staying here by myself. I turn away, consciously deflating my cock before grabbing the transmitter out of my suitcase. Checking that it's charged, I decide to wait for them outside. Fuck. What have I done? How could someone be using the trigger on Nicole? Or is there another transmitter? Mom decides to drive and I ride shotgun with Susan in the back seat. I spend the first half hour partially turned in my seat explaining the trigger concept to them. So anyone who says, think it over, Nicole would have complete control over her? My sister asks incredulously. That's pretty reckless. Why didn't you use something more obscure? You should have treated this like a secret password or something. I just nod and hang my head. I think he knows that now. Mom says, squeezing my thigh for reassurance. What did you use the trigger to make her do? Susan asks. It doesn't matter. I answer quietly, remembering the few times I actually used the trigger on Nicole. I'm not proud of myself. Who else have you used the trigger on? Mom asks, knowingly. Why do moms always cut to the core of the issue? Oh my god. Susan says. You've used it on other people too? Of course you have. Who? She sits up, leaning her arms on the back of mom's seat. Only dad and his secretary. I mumble, keeping my head down. Fuck. I just remembered I used it on Miss Edwards too. 
I decide not to share that. You used it on your father? Mom asks. Why did you do that? I've never really explained to Mom or Susan about what happened with Maggie and I at Dad's office. Dad had an older model transmitter and things got way out of control. He was threatening Maggie and I didn't want to ever be helpless around him again. I blurt out, hardly making any sense. I ramble on for another 15 minutes explaining what happened with Dad, strategically leaving out the parts where I fucked Danae and Christina. Mom and Susan, enraptured by the story, barely speak. So what's your father's trigger? Mom asks when I conclude the story. Um, the same. Think about it, Daryl. I answer. You are so lame. Susan says, smiling as she playfully slaps the back of my head. No, keeping a consistent trigger was a good idea. Mom admonishes her. Maybe it could have been a little less commonplace, but it's easy to remember. We drive in silence for a few minutes. I just don't know how he could have changed so much. Mom says, obviously referring to Dad. Neither Susan nor I offer an answer and we each settle into our own little world for the rest of the trip that I lean my head against the window and close my eyes. My thoughts unexpectedly turn to Mary. With all the excitement, I haven't had time to reflect on our early morning encounter. It was both thrilling and scary not having the transmitter to guide me. Her last words linger in my mind. Let me think about it. Having seen Mary naked in our backyard, it doesn't take much for me to slip into a fantasy world with her. Remembering the way mom licked all around Mary's thick nipples, I imagine myself teasing her mercilessly, focusing on her fleshy tits and her wide, dark areolas, while delaying touching her nipples. I recall how Mary moaned and spread her legs while mom caressed her inner thighs. Visualizing her neatly trimmed brown patch and her thick, juicy pussy lips reminds me of how awestruck I was at the way mom played her body like a finely tuned musical instrument. I never saw mom eat Mary's pussy, she may have done it since then, but I can envision my own tongue snaking between her glistening folds, teasing out her juices and arousing her passions. Plunging my tongue deep into her succulent pussy, my only goal is her overwhelming pleasure. I want her screaming my name and begging me to fuck her. I imagine her grabbing my head and humping my face as I eat her through multiple orgasms, all the while pleading for my hard cock. Finally, I'll relent, kissing and licking my way up her body until our faces are inches apart, and my cock head is poised between her soggy pussy lips. Her eyes will have a dreamy gaze and she'll smile up at me as I push into her. Beginning with a slow rhythm, I'll gradually increase the intensity, knowing I can postpone my own release until Mary is thoroughly spent and satiated. Focus solely on her pleasure, I'll piston my hard cock into her fiery pussy, fucking her through several intense orgasms. Who are you dreaming about? Mom startles me from my reverie, shifting her hand from my thigh to my throbbing hard-on, squeezing it through my jeans. What? I ask, sitting up, so her hand slides back to my thigh. No one. I rub my hand over my face and deflate my cock. You were moaning like a banshee. Susan teases. Probably dreaming about Nicole and all the things you made her do with the trigger. I was not dreaming about Nicole. I snap back, answering honestly. Who then? Susan asks. Me? She tilts her head and smiles coyly. You too, Mom says, shaking her head. Sometimes I forget, especially after last night, that your brother and sister with all the sibling bullshit that goes with that. You're going to have to overcome that if. Her voice trails off as she maneuvers the car towards the off-ramp. We're almost there, she says, leaving her other thoughts unspoken. Apparently watching for us, Maggie runs over as soon as we pull into Uncle Harry's driveway. I'm out of the car and running to meet her halfway. Thank God you're here. Maggie says, falling into my arms. She's wearing a scoop-neck blouse over snug-fitting jeans and it feels good to hold her. Where's Nicole now? I ask, breaking the embrace. I don't know. Did you bring the transmitter, Nick? Susan and Mom have joined us now. Yeah, I've got it right here. I tap my pocket. Tell me exactly what happened so we can find her. I told you everything I know over the phone. She says exasperatedly. I should have broken my promise and used the trigger. It wasn't until after she left that I figured out that someone else must be using it. It's not your fault, Maggie. I reassure her. It's mine. She pulls a piece of paper from the back pocket of her jeans. I wrote down Bobby's address. I think we should start there. Okay. Time to take charge here. Turning, I face all three women. Someone has to stay here in case Nicole comes back. You can use the trigger to make her stay here and call me on my cell. 
I'll come back and nullify the trigger. I'm going with you, Susan says. I start to protest when I get a cautionary look from Mom that stops me. I'll stay here with Maggie, Mom says. Susan can go with you. The look on Mom's face leaves no room for argument. Okay. I agree, taking the paper from Maggie. I read the address and recognize the street. Let's go. Who's Carl? Susan asks when we've been in the car a few minutes. What? I ask. Oh, fuck. Did I talk in my sleep? When we were all at Uncle Harry's and you did that transmitter thing with everybody, Nicole yelled, you made me fuck Carl. I'm just wondering who Carl is. And you waited until now to ask? I look at her, shaking my head. I just remembered, while I've been trying to figure out how you would use the trigger on Nicole. Did you make your girlfriend fuck someone else? She asks, with a distinct tone of disapproval. Do we have to do this right now? I ask, more forcefully than I intended. I think it's important, Nick. Susan turns sideways in the seat, facing me. I don't look at her. You did do that, didn't you? What? While you watched? It wasn't like that. I protest, but it kind of was. What was it like, then? She's getting impatient, and I guess I do owe her some sort of an explanation. Nicole had agreed to a threesome with this woman we know. Susan cuts me off mid-sentence. What woman? Do I know her? The idea of a threesome isn't bothersome because Susan and I have done it plenty of times. No, her name is Carolyn, and she works at the mall. We were just getting started when her husband shows up looking for her because he thinks she's cheating on him. She's married? Susan asks. Yeah. Anyway, he's right about her cheating, but I use the transmitter to get him to join us. He's all excited because he's never fucked a white woman before. Wait a minute. He's black. She asks, her mouth hanging open. Yes, so is Carolyn. So, I think I've got the perfect solution, but then Nicole starts to back out. So you use the transmitter to get her to fuck this black guy? Susan asks. Basically. I answer. I know it was wrong. What was he like? I mean, was he big and muscular or what? Surprisingly, Susan seems more interested in Carl than in what I did with the trigger. He's about my height and, yeah, pretty muscular. I answer, glad to be done talking about the trigger. I bet he was hung like a motherfucker. Susan says, unconsciously stereotyping Carl. And petite Nicole, oh fuck. Did she? I mean, was she able to fuck him? Yes, he was pretty large and yes, Nicole took it all, and enjoyed it, I might add, regardless of what she says now. Wow. Susan sighs, turning back in her seat. What about you? Did you like fucking a black chick? Was it different? Where did you meet her? Susan asks in a tone that's hard to read. Jealousy? Curiosity? Which question do you want answered? I laugh. I met her at the mall, and yes, I really enjoyed it. I answer, while pondering her other question. When I think about describing Carolyn, I immediately flash to the first time I ate her pussy. It was in the manager's office at the department store where Carolyn works. At first it was very different. I tell my sister. I was in awe of her exotic skin tone and the subtle changes in coloring throughout her body. I was also enamored with her thick black nipples and her cushiony pubic hair. Glancing at my sister I see she's staring at me wide-eyed and disbelieving. Maybe I'm getting carried away. This is too much information, isn't it? I ask, abruptly realizing that I'm describing one lover to another. No. It's fascinating. She says earnestly. I want to hear about it. Well, not much else to tell. After the first couple of times, how many times have there been? Susan cuts me off again. Um, we've gotten together a few times. I answer vaguely. Nicole and you with Carl and Carolyn? She asks. Yeah, and the last time Maggie was there too. I answer. Fuck. A regular orgy, huh? Susan sits back in her seat again and I concentrate on my driving. Why haven't you ever done that with me, Nick? She asks a few minutes later. What? I ask, feigning ignorance, but already picturing my sister impaled on Carl's thick cock. You know, a foursome with a black couple. She says. With Carolyn and Carl. I'm getting wet just thinking about it. I don't think the opportunity ever presented itself. Then you think we still could sometime? She asks excitedly. I can't imagine what it would be like wrapping my lips around a big black cock, sucking and licking it. God, I'm soaking wet. Sure, we'll do it. I tell her. But let's worry about one thing at a time. We're almost at Bobby's house. 
I turn onto a tree-lined street in an upscale neighborhood. Susan leans over and kisses my cheek. You don't ever need a trigger with me, Nick. She coos. I'm always ready for anything. She squeezes my cock through my jeans. I know. That's one of the many reasons I love you, sis. Good answer. She laughs as I stop in front of Bobby's house. How are you going to do this? She asks. I'm just going to use the transmitter on whoever answers the door and start asking about Nicole. I explain. Why don't you wait here? No way, Susan says, jumping out of the car. Maybe I do need a trigger for you. I joke as we walk up the sidewalk. Nice house. Yeah, a couple million probably, Susan says, ringing the doorbell. Maybe the butler will answer. I adjust the earbuds and get ready to tune in the right frequency. Bobby answers the door, and I instantly get his frequency locked into the transmitter. His eyes gloss over and he stands waiting for us to speak. Wow, Susan says, reminding me that she's never seen the transmitter in use like this. Hi, Bobby, where's Nicole? I ask, not even bothering to go in the house. She's with my mom, entertaining some clients. He answers in the transmitter-induced monotone. That's amazing, Susan says, her eyes darting between Bobby and the transmitter. Where are they? I ask between clenched teeth. At the new downtown Stetson Hotel, he says. Things should be getting started momentarily. He adds, looking at his watch. What things? Susan asks. Several of mom's more wealthy clients have paid a bundle for what mom is calling a teenage pussy party. He says matter-of-factly. And you're okay with this? I thought she was your girlfriend. I want to kill him. Susan is more level-headed. What room? She asks. Suite 508. He answers. I'm standing here trying to figure out what to do with Bobby, when Susan comes to my rescue. Do you find your mother sexually attractive? Susan asks Bobby. No. Well, you do now. She smiles at me, before continuing. From now on you will find your mother so sexually attractive that you will be in a constant state of arousal whenever you think of her. You will find your mother so alluring that you will be impotent with anyone else. You will only achieve orgasm when engaged in sexual activity with your mother. Anything else? Susan asks me. You won't remember we were here. I say, grabbing Susan's arm and running towards the car. That thing's incredible. Susan says. Will he do it? Oh yeah. I tell her. Absolutely. That was quick thinking, sis. I wanted to kill him. I couldn't think of any punishment bad enough. I turn towards downtown and step on the accelerator. He's over 18. There'll be two consenting adults. She smiles. You're a natural at this. I smile, while speeding towards the Stetson. I just hope we get there in time. It's not like they're going to kill her. Susan says. So what if she gets fucked by a bunch of rich business guys? It matters. I answer. And it's all my fault. I can't believe my sister is being so nonchalant about this. Nicole, what have I done? I run a couple of yellow lights but have to stop behind an SUV at the third light. I pound my hand on the steering wheel, impatiently waiting for the light to change. Hey, Susan says, placing her hand on my thigh. We'll make it. She'll be fine. If the fucking light ever changes. I yell. We're only a couple of blocks away. Susan says, as the light turns green. Come on. I yell at the SUV crawling across the intersection. Finally, I see the Stetson on the right. Use valet parking, it'll be faster. Susan says, pointing to a driveway on the right. She's out of the car almost before it stops, taking the ticket from the parking attendant. I jump out, running through the double glass doors and sprinting across the lobby to the elevator. Susan joins me just before the doors close and I press the button for the fifth floor. 508. Susan says. I know. I put the earbuds in my ears and get the transmitter ready. Room 508 is almost directly across from the elevator. Let me. Susan says, stepping in front of me and knocking on the door. The door opens a few inches and an escapee from the men in black movies blocks our view of the suite. What? Sporting a buzz cut straight out of marine basic training, he's dressed in a tailored black suit, white shirt and black tie. I wasn't expecting a bodyguard. Fuck, now what? We're with Nicole. Susan winks, giving him her most seductive smile. Okay. He says, stepping behind the door as he opens it. 
That was easy. A short vestibule with a bathroom on one side and a bar on the other opens into the living room of the expensive suite. Music is playing, and it sounds like a party is in progress. I only hope we're not too late. Pushing past Susan, I charge into the room trying to take in everything at once. Four middle-aged men with their suit jackets off and their ties loosened are sitting in chairs positioned around a coffee table. They've got drinks in their hands and are laughing and cheering as the object of their acclaim is standing on top of the coffee table, seductively swaying to the music as she swings her bra over her head. Her teen-sized tits jiggle erotically as she dances and her taut, pink nipples look fully aroused. I freeze, transfixed on the sight of Nicole, stripped down to a red thong as she throws her bra at one of the men and runs her hands tantalizingly over her young breasts. Pinching her eraser-like nipples, she smiles as she stretches them out from her creamy white mounds and releases them to spring back, pinker and more pronounced than before. Oh yeah. I can't wait to touch those babies. One of the men stands up and reaches towards Nicole. Hey. Hold on. Another man grabs his arm and pulls him back. We'll all get our turn with her. Just watch the show for now. The first man reluctantly returns to his chair, his eyes devouring Nicole's puffy nipples on her nubile young breasts. Seemingly oblivious to this exchange, Nicole is running her hands down her sides and hooking her thumbs in the sides of her thong. Do something. Susan whispers in my ear, breaking my trance. Nicole. I yell, rushing over and grabbing her wrist. She loses her balance as I try to pull her off the table, and she falls into my arms. Hey, what's going on? One of the businessmen yells. Who are you? Susan steps over to talk with him, while I try to get Nicole out of the suite. Let go of me. Nicole struggles in my arms, her soft bare flesh an unexpected distraction as I try to keep hold of her. She kicks my shin and wiggles her wrists free just as M.I.B. wraps his arms around me and lifts me off the ground. Fuck. I twist and turn, trying to break loose but he's like a fucking vice. Get them out of here. Nicole yells. Another bodyguard, looking like a twin to M.I.B., comes out of one of the bedrooms and grabs Susan, pushing her towards the door. Think about it, Nicole. I yell, but M.I.B. squeezes the air out of me and I gag before I can finish. Come back here and finish your dance. One of the businessmen yells and I watch Nicole step back up on the table. Where were we fellas? She coos as Susan and I are pushed out of the suite. Fuck. I say, lying on the floor gasping for air. Susan kneels next to me. Are you alright? Why didn't you use the transmitter? Good question. What are we going to do now? That's another good question. I'll answer it as soon as I can breathe again. Now we'll use the transmitter. I tell her, getting to my feet and putting the earbuds in my ears. You knock on the door and I'll do the rest. Susan looks at me skeptically. Just do it. I tell her. She gives the door three quick raps as I concentrate on the transmitter. Got it. I say before the door is open more than about three inches. Step out here, please. I tell him, Ivy. Do you have a key to this door? No. He answers without intonation. Then just leave it ajar. I tell him, and he complies. What's your name? Brad. He answers, his blank eyes seemingly staring right through me. Who's in the suite besides Nicole and the four clients? I ask. Just Mrs. T and Justin. He answers flatly. Justin is the other bodyguard? I ask. Yes, sir. He responds almost militarily. Where is Mrs. T? In the bedroom on the left, sir. He looks like he's standing at attention. He's kind of cute, in a G.I. Joe kind of way. Susan laughs, brushing her hand across his buzz cut while she checks out his biceps. Brad, when I say ready, set, go, you will go back into the suite, approach Nicole and whisper these words in her ear. Think about it, Nicole. Get dressed and wait in the hallway for Nick. Repeat that back to me, Brad. Think about it, Nicole. Get dressed and wait in the hallway for Nick. He parrots my exact words. Your sole responsibility is to get Nicole safely into the hallway and stay with her until I get here. You will ensure she waits here for me and is unharmed. Do you understand? Yes, sir. It looked like he was going to salute. Susan giggles as she runs her hand over his ass. Susan, do you think you can distract four rich businessmen while I have a word with Mrs. T? Yes, sir. She imitates Brad and even gives me a mock salute. What about the other bodyguard? She asks. I'll take care of Justin. I look at the two of them, switch off the transmitter, and then nod to Susan. Ready, set, go. I push the door open and Brad is across the room in an instant. 
Nicole is completely naked, sprawled across the lap of the overly anxious businessman. He's sucking on her right nipple as she drags her finger between her pussy lips and offers it to one of the other guys. He hungrily sucks on her finger as she scoops out some more juice with her other hand and offers it to a third guy. The fourth guy is on his knees devouring her other breast, sucking half her tit into his mouth as he pulls her legs farther apart. Jesus. We just made a doubt I run to Justin, who's been sitting in the corner reading a magazine, unbelievably not distracted by a naked woman playing with her pussy. He sees me and starts to stand up. Waiting until I get close enough to confirm I have his frequency, I push the transmitter button and he freezes. Justin. I say, pointing to my sister who is approaching the four businessmen. You will make sure no harm comes to this woman. Yes, sir. These guys really are the men in black. I click off the transmitter and head for the bedroom door. Nicole is pulling on her thong while Brad is gathering up the rest of her clothing. Her nipples are bright pink and very erect. I glance at her light brown bush just before it disappears behind the red fabric. Fuck. My cock is rock hard. I pause to watch until she puts her bra on and her hard nipples emboss themselves into the sheer material. Sighing, I deflate my cock and open the bedroom door. Who are you and how did you get in here? A woman in a blue skirt suit, showing plenty of cleavage, asks me from behind a desk full of business papers. Presumably this is Mrs. T. I came for Nicole. I answer as I dial in her frequency. You must be the hypnotist. She smirks. I don't know how you did it but it works like a charm. She thinks I hypnotized Nicole. That answers one question. There's not another transmitter. I push the button and tell her to sit down. What's your name? I ask, walking over to the desk to look at the papers. Madeline Tucker. She responds. How did you find out about the hypnotism? I ask, looking at various real estate contracts strewn across the desk. I noticed that whenever Bobby asked Nicole to think about something she would readily agree to do it. I tested it a couple of times and it worked every single time. She says, Man, I really blew it using such a generic trigger. What are these? I ask indicating the contracts. Those are developer contracts. I'm a real estate broker and those gentlemen in there have agreed to all of my terms in exchange for some fun with Nicole. I clench my fists and ask my last question. Does Bobby know what you're doing? Yes, but he thinks it's Nicole's idea to help me close these deals. He hasn't caught on to the hypnosis thing. He just thinks he's very persuasive. She says in the transmitter-induced monotone. Okay, time for some paybacks. I think about what Susan did with Bobby and try to come up with something like it for his mom. Take off your clothes, Madeline. She stands up, unbuttoning her suit jacket and slipping it off her shoulders. I study her figure as she hangs her jacket over the chair and removes her bra. She's not as developed as mom or Maggie but her breasts don't sag either. As she unzips her skirt and steps out of it, I notice her stomach and hips show a little bit of her age, but overall she's not unattractive. She's a natural brunette with a full, untrimmed forest of pubic hair, not unlike how Maggie's used to look. When I leave, you will call for room service and order a large meal. When the meal arrives, tell the waiter that you'll be here all night and he can invite any of his friends to come up and fuck you as many times as they want, however they want, wherever they want. Any of his friends, she confirms. And when you get home, make Bobby eat their cum from your pussy and ass. I leave her standing there naked while I go into the living room to talk to the businessman. I hear my sister laughing as I open the bedroom door. You guys are about as suave as geeky fifth graders and probably have shriveled dicks anyway. Susan laughs as Justin stands between her and the man with his hands on his hips. I walk towards the first guy and dial in his frequency. I figure I'll use a similar command to the one I gave Nicole's dad when I first met him. Are you married? I ask. Yes. He answers. You will go home to your wife and become a completely attentive, loving husband. No one else will ever arouse you sexually except your wife. You'll take her places, do whatever she wants and buy her nice things. You will devote yourself to her complete sexual satisfaction, doing whatever it takes to meet her sexual needs before satisfying your own. Is that clear? Yes, he says. What's going on? One of the other businessmen asks. Keep quiet. Justin leans towards him and he cowers back on the couch. I repeat the command for the rest of the businessmen and watch them leave. Susan is smiling at me as we exit the hotel room. Thanks Brad, we'll take it from here. I dismiss the bodyguard and he goes back inside the suite. Turning towards Nicole, I use her trigger for the last time. Think about it Nicole. 
Follow me out of the hotel and get in my car. Susan has already summoned the elevator, and the three of us get in. That was cool, what you said to them. Susan squeezes my arm as the elevator descends. It was spur of the moment. I answer, kissing her forehead. Too bad we didn't have the transmitter before. She sighs, obviously referring to when Dad left. Let's take care of Nicole. I tell her, changing the subject as we enter the hotel lobby. We get the car from the parking valet and Nicole gets in front next to me, while Susan climbs in the back. As soon as we're out of downtown, I start looking for a place to stop. I want to eliminate Nicole's trigger and give her a chance to deal with what happened before I take her home. I turn into a park-and-ride lot and find a space away from other vehicles. What are we doing here? Susan asks. I put the earbuds in and turn towards Nicole. Oh. Nicole has on a tight white blouse and a short blue skirt that has ridden up fairly high on her thighs. She looks so young and innocent. I wish I could take back every manipulative thing I've ever done to her and start over. Taking a deep breath, I dial in her frequency and press the button. Nicole, you will no longer respond to the think about it Nicole command. You will remember every time it's been used on you, who used it, and what happened. Nick, make her forgive you for the trigger. Susan says before I push the button. I shake my head, no more manipulation. No, she's been through enough. I press the button and Nicole comes out of her trance. Oh, fuck. 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 She's crying and holding her head. Fucking Bobby. Fucking Madeline. Goddamn. Oh, Nick. She wraps her arms around me, crying into my shoulder. I enfold her in a tight embrace, as Susan sits back and closes her eyes. I love the feeling of her in my arms, her small tits pressed against my chest and my hand gently massaging her lower back. I didn't realize how much I'd missed her. Fuck you, Nick. You did this. Nicole abruptly stops crying and pushes away from me. This is all your fault. Hey, he just saved your ass. Susan sits up and yells from the back seat. Yeah, well, without his fucking transmitter, my ass wouldn't have needed to be saved. Nicole retorts. She's right. I tell Susan. Leave her alone. I'll take you home now. I say to Nicole. I start the car and we drive in silence for a while. All I'm saying is that Nick dropped everything to come down here for you. Susan won't let it go. I'm surprised you're defending him. Nicole turns around to face Susan. The only reason you're fucking your brother is because he used the transmitter on you. I think you'd be outraged that he made you commit incest. You're wrong, Susan says. The transmitter may have helped it along, but the incestuous feelings were already there. Nicole just stares at Susan, as I contemplate what my sister just said. Wow. Whatever, Nicole says, turning back in her seat and looking out the window. No one says anything until we're almost at Nicole's house. Thank you for being persistent back there, Nick, Nicole says without looking at me. I appreciate you coming to my rescue, but it doesn't change anything between us. I understand. I tell her. Do you? She turns to look at me. Do you really understand how violated I feel by what you did and how you controlled me? She asks. Probably not. I murmur. But if I could take it all back I would. You were right about everything here. I hand her the transmitter as she's opening her door. You can do whatever you want to me. Give me any command you choose. I deserve it. I don't want your fucking transmitter. She yells, slapping it out of my hands. You don't get it. You violated my trust. Giving you some lame-ass command won't change that. Goodbye, Nick. She slams the car door. What the fuck were you thinking? Susan asks. She could have done some real damage. She could have even used it on me. You're right. I wasn't thinking about that. I tell her. I just feel so bad. Maybe having the transmitter isn't such a good idea. I guess it's a good thing I didn't ask her about how good of a fuck Carl was, huh? Susan says and I just shake my head, but I can't help smiling. Let's see if mom wants to drive back or spend the night at Uncle Harry's house. I say, getting out of the car. We find mom in the living room with Maggie and Nicole. I'm fine, mom, honest. Nicole says, looking up at Susan and I walk in. Nick got there just in time to save the day. She adds sarcastically as she turns toward her bedroom. Thank you, Nick. Maggie says. I'm sorry she's not more grateful. She's got a right to be mad. I answer quietly. Are we driving back tonight, mom? No, I want to go see your dad tomorrow. She says, surprising both Susan and I. Why? 
I can't imagine what it will be like when mom sees Christina again. In this corner, Maggie and I have been talking and she told me how Harry manipulated her, diminishing her feelings for Frank and increasing her feelings for him. I nod, remembering how I helped Maggie figure that out. What if he did something like that to your dad and I? Mom asks. That would explain why he changed. Susan says, quickly picking up the concept even though she doesn't know what Uncle Harry did to Maggie. We can use the transmitter to undo what Uncle Harry did to Dad. I exclaim, excited about the power of the transmitter again. First we'll use it to find out if that's what happened. Mom cautions. It might just be your dad running off with a bimbo. She adds, but I can tell she doesn't want to believe that. Mom stands up and we get ready to leave. Why don't you and Nicole join us for dinner, Maggie? Mom says as she opens the door. I don't know about Nicole, but I'd love to. Maggie says, a mischievous smile on her face. Mom and Maggie hug, pressing their tits together in a tight embrace and brushing their lips against each other. It's been a while since either mom or I have been with Maggie and my cock reacts by itself to this erotic sight. I'm going to get some groceries. Mom says as the three of us enter Uncle Harry's house. I'll see you two in a little while. Are the toys still here? Susan asks as soon as mom leaves. She almost runs into the master bedroom to find out. I imagine. I answer, watching from the doorway as Susan opens the drawer under the far side of the bed. After my morning with Mary and watching Nicole's erotic dance, I'm glad my sister is ready to relieve my sexual tension. They are. She says. Let's play. I smile and start stripping out of my clothes while Susan lays the trapeze bar and the cuffs on the bed. Removing the chains from the bar and tossing them back in the drawer, she looks at me and says, I want to use the bar but not hang from the ceiling. Susan quickly undresses and I help her fasten the soft leather cuffs around her wrists and ankles. She's so excited she can hardly stand still. I watch her soft breasts sway from side to side as she shuffles her feet around. Now connect me to the bar. She says as she lies back on the bed, spreading her legs and raising her feet up. Fuck! What a sight! Holding the three-foot bar in one hand, I clip her left ankle to one end and then push her legs farther apart to clip her right ankle to the other end. Now do my hands. She smiles while I stare at her porcelain smooth pussy spread eagle in front of me. Wow, sis. I suck in a deep breath. You look. I can't think of the right word. Fuckable? She asks coyly. Yeah, definitely. And edible. I connect her wrist to the hooks positioned about eight inches in from each end of the bar. The effect is so fucking erotic my cock is sticking straight out without me even thinking about it. Susan has her arms straight up in the air, which pulls her knees up on either side of her torso and displays her wide-open pussy. Are you going to just stand there? Susan asks, suddenly quivering from a mini-orgasm she must have given herself. I watch her juice ooze out, coating her thick pussy lips. Not any longer. I answer. Kneeling next to the bed, I breathe in her salacious aroma before pushing my face into her wet opening. I can't imagine ever tiring of my sister's taste or smell. Her pussy always smells great, but when she's aroused and pushing out pussy juice from self-inflicted orgasms it's like breathing in raw lust. Flattening my tongue to its full width, I lick from her asshole to her clit, luxuriating in the familiar flavor of her tasty syrup. Her juices drench my face, as she pushes more cream from her hot snatch and I stretch out my tongue to lick deep inside of her. Swirling my tongue around, I drink her hot nectar while she moans with delight. God, I love what you do with your tongue. Although nearly immobilized, Susan wiggles enough to get my tongue to touch her clit. Grabbing the crossbar to stop her from moving, I mercilessly assault her pussy chewing on her swollen lips, tonguing her steamy hole and sucking her engorged clit. Damn. I'm coming from what you're doing. I'm not adding anything to it. I feel her pussy lips quiver and spread apart as her hot juices flood my face. I eagerly slurp up the sexy taste of her as her body shivers from her orgasm. God, I love being so vulnerable for you. Susan cries. Now fuck me, Nick. She pleads. Please fuck me. I pull my face back and look at my sister helplessly strapped to the bar. Her pussy lips are splayed open and glistening with her juice. My cock is rock hard but I smile as I take my time swirling two fingers around in her saturated hole. Susan emits a yearning groan while I coat my fingers with her pussy juice and scoop out a large glob to feed to her. As I push my finger into her mouth, Susan sucks her cream off and again begs me to fuck her. Come on, Nick. Susan shakes the bar, rocking her pussy back and forth. Make your cock as hard as you can and hammer my hot pussy. 
It's hard to argue with an invitation like that. I reach up and pinch her taut nipples, twisting them between my fingers while I align my cock with her wet pussy lips. Susan moans as I slam into her with one solid stroke, burying my cock deep inside her hot cavern. Oh, yeah. She cries as I rhythmically glide my cock in and out of her slick hole. Grabbing her thighs to keep her from sliding up on the bed, I pick up the pace and pound her pussy like a jackhammer, feeling the pleasurable sensation of my balls smacking against her ass on every forward stroke. Her fiery pussy feels so good I keep my cock at full arousal and fuck her, and fuck her, and fuck her. The only sounds in the bedroom are my balls slapping against her ass and the brutal short-winded gasps of our panting as our sweat-soaked bodies slam together. That's it fuck me, Nick. Fuck me hard. Susan cries as I push her ankles down over her head, raising her arms high into the air. I can feel my balls tightening but I hold back, wanting my sister to beg me to stop. Her pussy is quivering around my cock and her body is trembling but I can't tell if she's doing that or if I am. Oh me fucking god. Keep fucking me. Harder. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Susan's eyes are wild with excitement, and she's shaking all over as I continue to ram her pussy with my swollen cock. My balls are ready to explode and I want to come so badly but I keep at it, willing myself to stay hard. Oh. 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 Susan moans between gasps for air. Utterly defenseless and unable to close her legs, she is trembling all over while enduring my continued onslaught of her soggy pussy. My sister and I have never fucked like this. Her complete vulnerability is so surprisingly erotic that I want to keep pounding her like this forever. Oh Nick! Oh Nick! I just keep coming and coming! Tears are streaming down her cheeks as she breathlessly cries my name. Staring into my sister's eyes, I realize she will never ask me to stop. It's up to me, so with one final thrust I let go and my cock explodes inside her drenched pussy. My knees nearly buckle and I lean against the bed, jerkily depositing my huge load of cum into my sister's snatch. Taking a deep breath, I unclip her wrist from the bar, letting her legs fall towards me. With the bar resting against my chest, I unclip her ankles and her feet drop over the edge of the bed. Tossing the bar on the floor I crawl up beside her. Susan pulls her legs onto the bed and curls up on her side, panting, cuddling behind her sweat-soaked body. I nestle my spent cock against her ass cheeks and cup her heaving breast in my hand. It swells in my grip as she tries to catch her breath. When her breathing finally slows to a gentle rhythm, I realize she's fallen asleep. I lie there for a minute, just holding her and listening to her breathe. Carefully shifting my weight, I ease back from my sister's body and roll out of bed without waking her. The cooler feels good as it dries the sweat beads against my skin, and I don't bother getting dressed before heading to the kitchen for some water. Halfway through the living room, I freeze in my tracks, realizing that we haven't been alone in the house. The half-naked woman masturbating on the couch gets my attention and my cock springs to life in spite of its recent workout. With her blouse open and the side of her skirt unzipped, Maggie's legs are stretched out and her head's thrown back, eyes closed. Her left hand is shoved down her panties, vigorously rubbing her pussy while her right hand is pinching one of her thick nipples, twisting it into a bright red nub. It's been a while since I've seen Maggie naked and my cock hardens all on its own as I stand there mesmerized by her gorgeous white orbs, bouncing magnificently while she thrusts her pussy against her hand. I'm not sure if I've made a noise or she just senses my presence, but her eyes open and her face brightens into a beautiful smile that is both seductive and inviting. Jesus, I thought you'd never finish. Maggie says, pulling her hand from her panties and sitting up. You two just kept going and going. God, that was hot. You were watching? I ask, stepping closer to the couch. Watching and waiting. Maggie answers, reaching for my cock. I was going to say patiently waiting, but, as you can see, I wasn't very patient. She laughs as she opens her mouth and moves it towards my rapidly recovering cock. Did you save any for me, Nick? She asks, wrapping her hand around my cock and swirling her tongue around the swollen head. Mmm. Is my only answer. Am yourself. I can taste Susan on you. Her flavor is very tasty. I know. I push more of my cock into Maggie's warm mouth. I know you can get hard for me, Nick. Maggie says between licks. But do you have enough energy left to fuck me like you just fucked your sister? I'm initially surprised at her comment about making my cock hard until I remember how I released everyone's transmitter memories. Of course, Maggie would have remembered about giving me the commands to control my erections. I'm pumping my cock into Maggie's mouth but she's right. 
I'm not up to full strength yet. Let me get some water. I say, stepping back from her tantalizing tongue and turning towards the kitchen. Then we'll see. Don't take too long, Nick. I can't wait to suck every drop of your sister's taste off of you. Maggie slips her blouse off and shakes her bra straps down her arms. Her luscious tits slap against each other as her bra falls to her waist. I pause momentarily to watch the erotic strip show before continuing to the kitchen. When I get back Maggie is completely naked, her skirt and panties having joined her blouse and bra on the table next to the couch. I take a swig of water and stare at the triangle of short brown hair framing her pussy. You've let your hair grow. I announce and she spreads her legs to give me a better view. Her pussy lips are puffed out and glistening with her juices. I don't have anyone to help me shave it when you're away. She pouts, scooting close to the edge of the sofa and reaching for my stiff cock. Setting the water bottle on a coaster, I step between her widespread knees. As promised, she licks every inch of my cock, holding the head between her fingers while her tongue travels up and down the length. Pausing each time at the base of my cock, she licks all around my balls and when her tongue returns to my cock head she briefly sucks it into her mouth. I keep trying to shove my cock farther in but she quickly pulls back, grabbing the head with her fingers and continuing to lick up and down the sides. The licking feels great, but it's driving me crazy. I want Maggie to keep my cock in her mouth and use her tongue along the sides. She knows this and keeps teasing me mercilessly, licking every sensitive spot along the length of my swollen shaft. I run my fingers through her hair twisting several strands around my fingers, getting ready for the next time she wraps her lips around my cock head. With one hand on each side of her head, I wait for just the right moment. Here it comes, she's licking towards the top. I tighten my grip on her hair, she's almost there, oh fuck. When my cock head slips between her moist lips, I thrust forward and yank on her hair, pulling her head towards me as I slam my cock into her mouth. MMMPPTHHHHHH. Maggie moans around my thick shaft as I pump it in and out, giving her just enough room to take a breath but not enough to free her mouth from my cock. Keeping a tight hold on her head, I fuck her mouth just as mercilessly as she teased my cock. Her fingers grab my ass but instead of pulling away, she digs her nails into my flesh trying to get control of the rhythm. I don't let her. I've got a strong grip on her hair and I drive my cock into her throat, slapping my balls against her chin. Maggie claws my ass, gouging her nails into my cheeks as she tries not to gag. Pulling my cock from her throat, I hold it just inside of her mouth as I feel my balls tense and I'm ready to come. Nick! What are you doing? Stop that! You're gagging her! My mother is pulling on my arm, loosening my grip on Maggie's head and pushing me back. Maggie looks as startled as I am jerking her head around to see what my mother's doing and forcefully disengaging my cock from her mouth. But I'm already too far gone to stop the streams of jism exploding from my swollen cockhead. Elaine! It's alright! Maggie cries as the first stream of cum lands on her cheek and runs down to her chin. Mom stops pulling on me and stares disbelievingly while additional spurts of cum land on Maggie's throat and across her right breast. Maggie smiles at Mom before wrapping her hand around my cock and sucking the last bit of cum from the tip. I drove him to it, Elaine. Maggie says, sitting back and licking her lips. Harry used to do the same thing when I teased him too much. She swipes a dab of cum from her cheek and licks it off her fingers. I am sorry. Mom stutters. I thought. She blushes with embarrassment as her eyes keep darting between Maggie and I. Thanks for coming to my rescue. Maggie says, standing up and giving Mom a big hug. Now, if Nick can fuck my pussy and my ass the way he just fucked my mouth, he can. Susan emerges from the bedroom, stretching her naked limbs as she watches Mom and Maggie hugging. I'm sure he can, once he recovers. Maggie winks at Susan over Mom's shoulder. Mom quickly steps back from Maggie and glances nervously between Susan and Maggie's naked bodies. I guess I just overacted. Mom says, looking at me. Maybe I'm more uptight about seeing your father tomorrow than I thought. I bet the three of us could relax you, Mom. Susan smiles. She's talking to Mom but her eyes are hungrily appraising Maggie's naked flesh. Mom's face reddens a bit more but seems to like the idea. Not until after dinner. She says, turning towards the front door, where she dropped the grocery bags in her haste to save Maggie from gagging on my cock. You can at least adhere to the dress code, Elaine. Maggie laughs, stepping towards Mom and reaching for the snap on her shorts. Susan and I move to either side of her and start pulling her blouse over her head. All right. Mom laughs, unfastening her bra and freeing her marvelous tits. 
Maggie kneels in front of mom and pulls down her shorts and thong while leaning forward to lightly brush her lips against mom's hairless mound. Stepping out of her shorts, mom puts her hands on her hips after pushing Maggie's head away from her crotch. I guess I'd better feed this decadent bunch. She announces and three pairs of eyes watch her bend over to pick up the groceries, her firm-ass cheeks framing her hairless pussy lips. As if on cue, we collectively sigh when mom stands up. She shakes her head at us but I see her smile widen as she heads into the kitchen. Susan has moved closer to Maggie and I watch as she tentatively puts her hand on Maggie's bare shoulder. So, you know about Nick's recovery abilities? Susan asks. Maggie nods, turning her body towards Susan until their breasts are nearly touching. I know he can get hard whenever he wants. Maggie says, almost whispering. But I think you zapped most of his energy. You took some of it too. Susan says, scooping a strand of cum from Maggie's neck and sucking it off her finger. You don't have to use your finger. Maggie whispers, locking eyes with Susan to gauge her reaction. Susan's smile widens and she bends her mouth to Maggie's breast. Maggie lets out a long sigh as Susan licks my cum from the top of her fleshy tit and then swirls her tongue around the thick protruding nipple. Suck it, mm, mm, bite it. Maggie moans, her hands roaming over Susan's body, cupping her ass cheeks and pulling her closer. I'm so wet, Maggie says, moving her legs apart. Susan takes the hint and slides one hand down, palming Maggie's mound and sending a noticeable shiver through her body. Nick was selfish, Susan says, letting Maggie's taut nipple plop from her mouth as her hand starts moving between Maggie's legs. Only thinking of himself, she adds while licking cum from Maggie's chin. Susan has perfected her lesbian lovemaking techniques with her roommate over the past couple of years and more recently with mom. She knows exactly what she's doing. Yes. Maggie moans and I'm not sure if she's answering Susan or affirming that Susan's got the right spot because she's going wild, humping her pussy against Susan's hand. Susan shoves her tongue inside Maggie's mouth and they grind their tits together while Susan vigorously fingerfucks Maggie's anxious pussy. Eat me. Maggie pleads, breaking the kiss. Will you please eat my pussy, Susan? She pulls Susan's hand away and leads her over to the couch. I want to fuck you. Susan smiles. With that double penetrating strap on thing. Can I fuck you? She asks, as Maggie sits on the edge of the couch and pulls Susan down between her wide open thighs. God, yes. Eat me first and then fuck me. She smiles. Nick, get the strap on for us, please. She asks, as casually as if she's requesting a Diet Coke, while pulling Susan's face towards her aroused pussy. I stop staring at them long enough to rush into the bedroom and retrieve the double penetrating dildo from the drawer under the bed. When I get back Susan's head is buried in Maggie's pussy and Maggie is moaning verbal encouragement. Oh yeah. Right there. Oh fuck. Maggie is writhing on the couch while Susan is kneeling on the floor, applying her well-practiced pussy eating skills. I lay the double penetrator on the couch and watch as Susan shoves two fingers into Maggie's pussy while flicking her tongue across her engorged clit. Oh god. I'm coming. Don't stop. Oh ha. Fuck, I'm cumming. Maggie clamps her legs around Susan's head and her entire body starts spasming as her orgasm hits. Susan removes her fingers and laps up the creamy nectar flowing from Maggie's spasming pussy. Maggie's body continues to tremble through several additional aftershocks. You're very good at this. Maggie pants, raising an eyebrow as she tries to catch her breath. I want to fuck you now. Susan says, reaching for the strap on while ignoring Maggie's inquisitive look. I want to taste you first. Maggie says, sliding over and making room for Susan on the couch. You said I could fuck you. Susan counters without much conviction. A quick taste. Maggie pleads. Please. Susan smiles and settles onto the couch with her feet toward Maggie. Stretching one leg onto the back of the couch and dangling the other one off the front, she gives Maggie a clear view of her hairless pussy. It's beautiful. Maggie whispers, running her hand over Susan's porcelain smooth mound as she stretches her tongue towards Susan's pussy. With one long lick, Maggie drags her tongue along the length of Susan's slit. Sighing, Susan spreads her legs wider as Maggie lightly flicks her clit before inserting her tongue between the folds of Susan's swollen pussy lips. And tasty too. Maggie adds, taking a breath and reaching up to squeeze Susan's perfect tits. Want more? Susan asks, and without waiting for an answer she closes her eyes, her legs start to tremble and more pussy juice oozes from her succulent opening. You too? Maggie's eyes widen in astonishment. Susan just nods as Maggie hungrily devours her flowing juices. 
That's incredible. Maggie says, her face glistening from the pussy juice coating her cheeks. Watch this. Susan says, cupping her breasts to draw Maggie's eyes to them. As Maggie stares at Susan's perfect tits, the nipples grow taut and thicken with arousal. Oh my god. Maggie declares, looking at me for assurance that what she's seeing is real. I just nod and wonder if it's smart for Susan to be showing off like this. To prove her point, Susan makes her nipples recede to their normal level and then pushes them to full arousal again. Keep them like that. Maggie says, laying across Susan's outstretched legs to suck a hard nipple into her mouth. She feasts on both nipples before Susan reminds her that it was supposed to be a quick taste. You kids have taken the transmitter to new heights. Maggie whispers. Can your mom do this? She asks. We both shake our heads as Maggie sits up. Mom doesn't even know about this. Susan winks as she reaches for the double penetrator. Twisting the single end into her very wet pussy, she wraps the straps around her legs and buckles it at her waist. Your secret is safe with me. Maggie smiles. Kneeling on the couch with her legs spread and her arms hanging over the back, Maggie displays her pussy and asks for Susan. Insert the small one into my pussy to lubricate it before you put it in my ass. She instructs that I watch my sister lube up the shorter dildo in Maggie's pussy, stroking it in and out a couple of times before pulling it all the way out. Glistening with pussy juice, it protrudes like a small cock, inches from Maggie's ass. Susan leans back and positions the longer piece between Maggie's slick pussy lips. Oh yeah. Maggie sighs as Susan glides the thick dildo into her cunt and aligns the recently lubricated shorter part with her puckered asshole. Here it comes. Susan warns as she eases the tip of the plastic penetrator into Maggie's ass. Go slow. Maggie cautions as she reaches back and pulls her ass cheeks apart to widen the opening for Susan. Okay. Let me know if I'm doing it right. Susan says, easing forward a fraction of an inch at a time. You're doing it wonderfully. Maggie breathes. Slide it in just like that. I watch as Susan inches the dildos forward until she's pressed up against Maggie's ass cheeks and both dildos are completely buried inside Maggie's twin openings. Oh fuck. Maggie sighs, bracing herself against the back of the couch as Susan starts working the double penetrator in and out. I watch my sister's ass cheeks clench as she thrusts forward picking up her rhythm and pounding hard into Maggie's ass and pussy. I'm so mesmerized by the sight of my sister fucking Maggie with the double penetrator that I don't hear mom walk up behind me. Slipping her arms around my waist, she presses her naked body firmly against my back. I made sandwiches. She whispers as she slides one hand down my stomach and combs her fingers through my pubic hair. But it looks like dinner will have to wait. She adds, leisurely running her fingernails along the top of my rock-solid cock while her other hand caresses my ass cheeks. Mama. I moan, spreading my legs to allow her hand to slide between them and cup my balls. Still holding my cock, she slowly starts sliding her hand up and down its entire length. The transmitter has exposed me to some pretty erotic sex but nothing like watching my sister pummel Maggie's ass and pussy while my mom jacks me off in slow motion. My eyes shift back and forth between my sister's rhythmically thrusting ass cheeks and Maggie's magnificent tits swinging side to side beneath her outstretched arms. Mom continues to tease my balls and I pump my swollen cock between her fingers until I feel like I'm about to explode. Susan is slamming the double penetrator into Maggie and I'm seconds away from spraying a huge load of cum onto the floor, when without warning mom releases my cock and steps around me moving towards the couch. Let's join them. She smiles over her shoulder as I stand there humping the air with my cock about to burst. I watch mom pat Susan's ass cheeks then reach under and fondle Maggie's dangling tits before crawling up on the couch, her shoulders and hips almost touching Maggie's. Put that thing inside me, Nick. Mom says and then turns her head and plants a wet kiss on Maggie's panting mouth. Maggie hungrily devours mom's tongue while mom wiggles her ass cheeks in my direction. My throbbing cock doesn't need any more encouragement than that. Following mom's lead, I caress my sister's ass cheeks as I align my rigid shaft with mom's welcoming pussy lips. Oh yeah. Squeeze my ass, Nick. Susan cries, turning her face towards me and pushing her open mouth against mine. I need my sister's ass cheeks, digging my fingers into her warm flesh as she shoves her tongue into my mouth and I thrust my cock into mom's anxious pussy. Fuck, the heat of mom's slick love canal engulfs my highly aroused cock, and before I can even think about holding back, my cock explodes. With my hand squeezing my sister's ass and her tongue entwined with mine, I jerkily spew my hot juice into mom's fiery pussy. Ah. Uh. Mom emits a disappointed sigh when she feels my release deep inside of her. 
I concentrate on keeping my cock hard and when the final spurt of cum is gone, I immediately start rhythmically pumping into her cum-filled pussy. Why? But you. Mom moans as I pick up the pace and she braces herself against the back of the couch. Susan seems to be in a constant state of ecstasy. She's probably giving herself continuous orgasms. Now that the tension is out of my balls, I can mentally focus on Susan's rapidly gyrating ass while continuing to fuck mom on autopilot. With my fingers pressing into my sister's ass cheeks, I feel her muscles clenching as she drives the double penetrator into Maggie's aroused fuck holes. What an unbelievable feeling! Susan's ass muscles are moving against my fingers pushing them across her cheek and sucking them into the tight crevice between her firm young globes. As my fingertips delve into the split between her cheeks, I feel her warm pussy juice oozing out around the plastic dildo. My fingers move up and down her crack with each thrust of her hips and each clench of her ass muscles, smearing her sauce all around the crinkly opening between her cheeks. Coating my middle finger with lubricating pussy juice, I start teasing her asshole. Timing my action with my sister's thrusts, I wait until she's pulling back and unclenching her ass cheeks to push my finger into her. On the first attempt, I get the tip in before she thrusts forward, locking my finger in place with her tightly clenched cheeks. Oh fuck. Susan yells. Push it in farther, Nick. Each time she pulls back, a little more of my lubricated finger disappears into her ass. After three or four thrusts, my middle finger is completely buried in her rapidly clenching asshole. Don't stop, Nick. Mom pleads. I was focusing so hard on Susan's ass, I didn't realize I'd stop pumping my cock into mom's pussy. She's rocking back and forth trying to keep the rhythm going but I'm not being much help. Sorry, mom. I grab her hip with my left hand and pound my cock into her as I continue to fingerfuck my sister's tight asshole. Oh my god. Oh fuck. Maggie screams, throwing her head back as her body starts shaking. Susan grabs her by the hair and vigorously slams the double dildo into her spasming holes. Oh, hide. Maggie is deep in the throes of her orgasm but Susan is unrelenting in her rapid-fire onslaught of Maggie's ass and pussy. This is what you wanted. Susan pants, breathing out each word on the forward stroke of the jackhammering dildos. Susan's ass feels like it has a life of its own, gripping my finger and sucking it deeper into her with each thrust. Yes. 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 I want it. I want it. I fucking want. It. Maggie howls, clutching the back of the couch as Susan continues her ferocious assault. Tell me when. Nick. Susan pants. Let's finish together. She blurts out, knowing we can orgasm on cue. I return my concentration to mom's pussy and start matching my sister's breakneck pace, slamming my cock into mom with lightning speed. Oh, Nick. Mom yells, bracing her arms against the back of the couch as I pummel her pussy with renewed vigor. I've fucked my mom enough to know when she's getting close and I watch excitedly as she drops her head before shoving her hand between her legs. Anxious to give mom the intense orgasm that Susan is giving Maggie, I make my cock harder and frantically drive it into her. Oh. Yes. I'm coming, Nick. I'm coming. Mom moans as I pulverize her tender pussy. Now, sis. I nod to Susan as I release my pent-up load into mom's spasming pussy. Jerkily depositing my cum deep inside my mother's cavernous opening, I watch my sister release Maggie's hair and grab her hips with both hands. Susan's ass muscles grip my finger tightly as she thrusts forward and convulses against Maggie's ass. Susan collapses across Maggie's back and is hugging her around the waist when her legs give out and the double penetrator eases out of Maggie's holes. Susan slides down to the floor, yanking my finger from her ass as she crumbles onto the carpeting. I slowly disengage my cock from mom's soggy pussy and join my sister in front of the couch. Stretched out on her back with her breast heaving, Susan lays spread eagle on the floor while Maggie's pussy juice runs down the sides of the thick black dildo protruding from her crotch. Her spent body reminds me of a rag doll tossed carelessly on the floor at the end of a child's playtime. Kneeling between my sister's legs, I unfasten the leather harness and gently pull the straps from around her sticky thighs. But when I attempt to remove the dildo from her pussy, I'm surprised to find the harness pulling against her skin like a suction cup. Damn. This is unbelievable. Careful. Susan warns. That hurts. With a slight twist and a gentle tug, I manage to get it unstuck and slide the dildo from her quivering hole. I've never seen such a wet or raw pussy. Susan's juices are everywhere, running down the insides of her thighs, all over her pelvic mound and still oozing from between her dark red pussy lips. 
Make your dick hard and put it in me, Nick. Susan whispers. Are you sure, sis? I ask, motioning to her bright red lips. You look kinda sore. I want you inside me until I stop trembling. She smiles. I crawl up her sweat-soaked body, pausing momentarily to kiss her taut nipples, gently sucking each one into my mouth. Leaning my hands on either side of her, I stiffen my spent cock and it easily glides into her swampy hole. Susan wraps her arms around me, squeezing me to her chest while I lower my lips to hers. And the MMPHHFFF. Susan moans into my mouth as a quick jolt of orgasmic aftershock sends tremors through her body and sparks rapid contractions in her pussy. Her vaginal muscles pulsating around my cock, as she buries her tongue deeper into my mouth, starts me on a road to recovery without any effort from me. My cock starts moving of its own accord, sliding in and out of her slippery hole. Huh, no. Please no. Nick. My sister grabs my ass to keep me from moving. Just hold me, please. She pleads, pushing her tongue back in my mouth and kissing me with a passion I haven't felt from her in a while. I relax on top of her naked body, absorbing the feeling of her warm skin, her probing tongue and the vibrations of her pussy massaging my recovered cock. Mom and Maggie seem like they're engaged in a similar unwinding process on the couch. They're wrapped in each other's arms with their tits mashed together, and their lips locked. I close my eyes and block out everything except the incredible sensations of my sister's loving embrace. Moving her hand up my back, Susan runs her fingers through my hair and caresses my neck while her tongue continues to explore my mouth. Her kiss is intense without being lustful, like she's marking her territory and staking a claim on the inside of my mouth. It's gentle and loving and I never want it to end. I feel like I could melt right into her body. I love you, Nick. Susan whispers when she finally breaks the kiss. Her mouth is right next to my ear and I can feel her warm breath. I love everything about you. She continues in a soft voice that's only meant for me. I love how responsible you are with the transmitter and how you haven't gone power crazy. I love how caring you are and although I think she's an ungrateful bitch, I love that you came down here to help Nicole. She tightens her arms around me and is caressing my back. You're the man I've always hoped I'd find. She sighs, squeezing me tightly. Damn. What do you say to that? I'm nearly choked up as I try to think of an appropriate response. I love you too doesn't seem to be enough. I pull back my head and look in my sister's eyes, but before I can speak she puts her finger to my lips. Sure, she says, shaking her head. Don't say anything. I know you love me so don't try to reply just now. She smiles. Pick your moment, sometime when I don't expect it, like I just did, and then tell me how you feel. I comply by pressing my lips to hers and sliding my tongue into her warm mouth. I explore her mouth like she did mine, staking out my own claim and communicating my reciprocal feelings. I dissolve back into a zen-like state of bliss as my chest absorbs the gentle rising and falling of my sister's breasts and her hot pussy conforming itself around my stiff cock. You kids need nourishment. Mom says, slapping my ass and abruptly breaking the spell. I blink my eyes as I pull my tongue from my sister's mouth. Wait. Susan says as I raise myself up on my elbows and start to pull out. A few more minutes. She pleads. We'll be there in a minute, Mom. She calls over my shoulder. I settle back down on top of her, planting kisses on her neck all the way around behind her ears. Tonight, it's just you and me. I tell her between kisses. Okay? I stare into her eyes. I'd like that. She smiles. Then I guess mom's right. We better get some nourishment. I peck her cheek and lean up, deflating my cock as I slide it out of her battered pussy. I hope you're recovered by tonight. I whisper as I help her to her feet. You just worry about keeping up with me. She answers, giving my limp cock a little tug as she walks over to the table. Mom and Maggie are sitting at the table eating the sandwiches mom made earlier. As Susan and I take our seats across from each other, I can't help but laugh at what a bizarre-looking group we are, sitting here naked, eating sandwiches like it's the most normal thing in the world. What's so funny? Mom asks. I look from her tits to Maggie's and finally at Susan's before I answer. No one else finds this weird? I ask, completely amazed at how the transmitter has affected our concept of what's normal. Just sitting around the table naked? I like it. Susan says, smiling as she takes a bite of her turkey sandwich. Me too. Maggie chimes in enthusiastically. Didn't you ever want to just be naked all the time? She asks, looking around the table at each one of us. Sometimes when no one's home, I just take off my clothes and spend the day naked, 
doing laundry, mopping the floor, watching TV. I find it exhilarating, but this is even better. After dinner, I think we should play a board game or do something else completely non-sexual, but stay naked. What do you think? She asks, looking at mom. Are you complaining? Mom asks me, tilting her head questioningly in my direction before taking another bite of her sandwich. Hell no! I blurt out. You asked me what was funny and I'm just answering. I like Maggie's idea. All three women smile their agreement, and we eat quietly for a few minutes. The silence is broken by a loud thunderclap and we all nearly jump out of our skin. I look around the table and I'm treated to the erotic sight of synchronized breast bouncing. All three pairs of tits are jiggling up and down in unison. We make eye contact and can't help but laugh out loud. The lights flicker but stay on and mom gets up to find the flashlights and candles. More thunder, flashes of lightning and the sound of rain beating on the windows provide an enticing backdrop for an evening of debauchery. Returning from the kitchen, mom brings two candle holders and a couple of flashlights. Putting the flashlights on the counter, she places one candle holder near her place setting and then walks around the table to place one between Maggie and I. Standing next to me, she leans across to set the candle holder down, and I can't resist caressing her firm round ass cheeks. She smiles over her shoulder at me and takes her time adjusting the candle. What game are we going to play? Maggie asks, running her hand over mom's other ass cheek. Before any of us can answer there is an urgent knock on the front door. Who could that be? Mom asks. We look at each other and shrug. You didn't invite anyone did you, Nick? Maggie asks with raised eyebrows, probably recalling our fun with Carl and Carolyn during my last visit. Not me. I answer raising my hands with my palms facing out. I don't know who it is. Well, there's only one way to find out. Susan says, pushing her chair back. We all stare as she walks to the door and looks through the peephole. It's Nicole. She announces, unlocking the deadbolt. Don't let her in. Maggie calls. Why not? Susan has the deadbolt disengaged and is reaching for the doorknob. Who here hasn't she seen naked? Susan asks, mischievously. Me. Mom yells but Susan just shrugs and opens the door about eight inches. Hi Nicole, what's up? Susan asks nonchalantly, peering around the door. Nicole bursts through the door, pushing Susan back, and stands in the foyer, dripping wet. Her hair is plastered to her head and she runs her fingers through it before focusing on our naked group sitting at the table. What the? She stammers, jerking her head around and staring at Susan's naked body less than a foot behind her. Nicole, Maggie says, trying to sound calm. What are you doing here? You did this with the transmitter, didn't you? Nicole yells at me, ignoring her mother as she steps closer to the table. Her scoop-neck blouse is soaking wet, making the white material almost transparent as it clings to the curves around her small tits. She's obviously not wearing a bra. I shake my head and start to answer but my sister interrupts me. No transmitter, Nicole. Susan steps from behind her. Just four consenting adults enjoying each other's company. Susan smiles as she walks slowly around Nicole. What are you doing here? Maggie repeats her question, remaining seated to use the table as a shield to her below-the-waist nakedness. Mom is fidgeting in her chair and trying to look inconspicuous as she folds her arms across her chest. The, um, power went off so... Nicole is stammering as she looks at each of us in turn. I can't fucking believe this! She blurts out, waving her arms in the air and turning towards the door. Wait a minute. You and I need to talk. Susan says, taking Nicole by the elbow and directing her towards the bedroom. Nicole jerks her arm away and stares at Susan, her eyes jumping all over my sister's naked body. We have nothing to talk about, Nicole says. And don't ever touch me again. She turns abruptly towards the door. Or you can stomp out of here and go home to a dark house, Susan says calmly. You seem to be good at stomping out of places. Nicole swivels around to face Susan, glaring into her face. Placing her hands on her hips, she looks like she's about to say something when Susan points to the bedroom. Come on, Susan says, taking the lead and walking into Uncle Harry's bedroom. Nicole looks around at the rest of us, shrugs her shoulders and reluctantly follows Susan into the bedroom. A as soon as the bedroom door closes, Mom and Maggie jump from the table and grab their clothes. I'd be doing the same thing except my clothes are in the bedroom with Nicole and Susan. I sit on the couch, drumming my fingers on my knees and watch Mom hop around on one foot trying to put her panties on. Her tits are jiggling magnificently, but I barely pay attention. 
It takes Maggie three tries to clasp her bra and it finally registers how nervous everyone is about Nicole being here. After what seems like hours, but it's probably only 10 or 15 minutes, Susan emerges from the bedroom. She smiles when she sees me sitting naked on the couch. Your turn, she says, walking over to me as I stand up. Nicole is ready to talk to you now, Susan says, wrapping her fingers around my limp dick and teasingly lifting it up. Make this a little harder, Nick. It'll distract her. She smiles, holding my soft cock until I consciously stiffen it. That's better. Susan kisses me on the cheek as her soft breasts brush against my arm. Go on now, she says, giving my cock one last squeeze. Not knowing what to expect, I knock on the bedroom door as I open it. Can I come in? I ask. Nicole is sitting on a towel that's been folded on the bed to keep her from getting it wet. Her shorts weren't as wet as her top, but would still have left some dampness on the comforter. Uh-huh. Nicole nods her head. Her eyes are looking down at the floor, and she's tugging at the bottom of her very wet t-shirt. Susan said you wanted to talk to me. I walk over and stand in front of her, my hard dick pointing in her direction. Jesus. She laughs, shaking her head. First I have your sister's giant boobs and shaved crotch to contend with, and now this. She does a sweeping gesture with her hand, just as I step closer and her fingers smack the side of my erection. Oh fuck. I'm sorry, Nick. Nicole says, rubbing her fingers over the side of my cock where she hit it. I didn't mean to do that. She looks up at me and it's obvious that she's trying not to laugh. I probably deserve that. I answer more seriously, wondering how long she'll keep fondling my heart on. No, I appreciate you coming down here to help me. Nicole says, looking into my eyes. She isn't rubbing my cock, but she hasn't let go of it either. It feels good just lying in her hand. That's part of the reason I came over tonight. She continues. Considering what you could have done with the transmitter, you showed considerable restraint. She's caressing my cock again, but it seems to be more of a nervous gesture like the way she was tugging on her t-shirt earlier. I made you fuck Carl. I remind her, enjoying the feel of her fingers moving around my shaft. Yeah, but I ended up really liking it. She smiles coyly. I fucked you in the ass against your will. I respond, moving my hips almost imperceptibly as Nicole strokes up and down the length of my shaft. But I started it by asking you to fuck my ass. It's not your fault that I chicken out. She counters. My cock is rock solid in her hand now, and she looks at it like she hadn't even realized it was there. Damn, Nicole. I say, surprised that she's defending my use of the transmitter on her. What did Susan say to you? Besides calling me an ungrateful bitch? She smiles. I just nod as she scoots closer and starts using both hands on my rigid cock. She made me tell her everything you ever did good for me with the transmitter, and then everything you did wrong with it. She helped me see what I already knew coming over here, that there was more good than bad. She sighs. Really? I question her assessment, while she moves one hand down to fondle my balls. What Nicole lacks in experience, and technique she more than makes up for with enthusiasm. Both of her hands are in constant motion touching and caressing my cock and balls. You made me feel better about my body, she says, stroking a little faster. My eyes immediately shift to her teen-sized tits, almost visible through the transparent fabric of her wet t-shirt. I'd almost forgotten giving her the command to be less self-conscious about her small breasts. You helped my mom and my dad, she adds, without mentioning how I'd been fucking her mom ever since. What else did Susan say? I ask her, my breath coming in short gasps as the tension builds in my balls. She told me you dropped everything to come down here as soon as you heard I was in trouble. Nicole has dropped her eyes and she's staring at her hands flying around my hard cock. She said. Nicole pauses and almost whispers the next few words. You love me very much, and you would give up all of it if I asked you to. All of what? I ask, vigorously humping my cock into Nicole's hand. The transmitter, the incest, and fucking my mother. Nicole says without looking at me. Susan said you would give it all up. All I have to do is ask. Raising her head and locking her eyes on mine, she adds. Is that true, Nick? I've stopped moving my hips but Nicole continues to stroke my cock. Is that what you want? I ask. My head is swimming from what my sister has done. Only an hour ago she confessed her love for me and now she's demonstrating it more devotedly than I could ever imagine. Nicole is talking but I can't hear her. My brain is focused on what Susan has offered Nicole and what she's offered to give up for me. 
I'm suddenly no longer interested in anything Nicole has to say. She's stroking my cock and I try to tune back into what she's saying. So honestly, Nick, I don't know what I want. She sees my cock soften and looks up at me expectantly. What's wrong, Nick? She asks holding my limp dick in her hand. Nothing. Nothing at all is wrong. I tell her excitedly. I'm glad you're not mad at me anymore and I'm sorry about all the wrong things I've done with the transmitter. I tell her, stepping back and pulling my cock from her hand. Thank you, Nicole. I pull her to her feet and give her a tight hug. Thanks for coming over. You should clear the air with your mom, too. I whisper, squeezing her wet t-shirt briefly against my chest but disengaging before she can wrap her arms around me. I hope your power comes back on. I call back over my shoulder as I open the door. Maggie and mom are sitting on the couch fully dressed. Where's Susan? I ask, my eyes scanning the room. She said she didn't feel well and went to lie down in the guest bedroom. Mom says, raising her eyebrows questioningly. I just smile and head down the hallway to the guest room. The door is closed and I take a deep breath as I open it. Susan is lying on her stomach on top of the bedspread with her head turned away from me. I pause in the doorway as my eyes devour her shapely legs and the milky white curves of her ass. Hey! I say quietly as I walk over and sit down on the edge of the bed. My fingers trail up her smooth thigh until my hand comes to rest on her firm round cheek. Hey! She answers, turning towards me and wiping her eyes with the back of her hand. Everything okay with you and Nicole? She asks as she leans up on her elbow and I watch her fleshy breasts glide sideways towards the bed like they're glued together. Yeah, we're good. I answer using my thumb to wipe a tear from her cheek. So, that's it. She says, dropping her eyes to the bedspread. Yup, that's it. I answer as I lift her chin and look into her eyes. Susan, what made you think I'd choose her? I ask. What do you mean? She asks, searching my eyes for the answer. What made you think I'd choose Nicole over you? I ask, my hand still on her cheek. Why, you mean, you didn't? She stares intently into my eyes. How could I have? I answer. I love you too much. I kiss her cheek. I love everything about you, sis. I kiss her forehead. I love your playfulness. My kisses move to her eyelids. I love your bisexuality and your sexual adventurousness. I kiss her chin. And I especially love your unselfishness. What you did with Nicole. I let my words trail off as I lightly kiss her lips. There's only one person I love more than you. I tell her, and she looks at me quizzically. That's the person you're going to be tomorrow, and the day after tomorrow, and next week, and a month from now, and a year from now, and... I pause, smiling at her. I'll always love you more than anyone. I can see her eyes tearing up so I slide my hand behind her neck and pull her lips to mine. You really chose me over Nicole? She chokes out between sobs. I figure I'd better lighten the mood a little. It was never a fair contest anyway, sis. I tell her. I'm a guy and you have bigger tits. I'm gonna smack you. She says, sniffing back her tears and playfully swatting at my ass. Careful, I might like that. I laugh and she's no longer crying. Come on, you need a shower. I say, standing up and pulling her off the bed. Then I think you promised me a night of uninhibited sex. Maybe, if you're nice to me. She smiles as she wipes the back of her hand across her eyes. I'm going to be so nice to you. I answer as I lead her down the hall to Uncle Harry's bedroom. Nicole is gone and we walk through into the bathroom. A few years ago, Uncle Harry remodeled his master bathroom and put in a humongous shower. I've showered with as many as six people in here in recent months, including once with my sister and Nicole together. But tonight I don't want anyone else that we step into the shower and I adjust the temperature of the water. Susan is facing the shower door, letting the warm water cascade down her back. I move in front of her, and we stand there for a minute with either of us saying anything. My sister is so beautiful that it's like a statue of a goddess has been erected in the center of the shower. I watch little beads of water run down her breasts and drip onto the tile floor. Her thick nipples, stretched to an amazingly smooth tautness, are pointing at my chest as I take a deep breath and step closer. Oh, Nick. Susan sighs, wrapping her arms around me and laying her head on my shoulder. I squeeze her tightly, trapping her soft tits and my hard cock between our bodies as the water sprays over us. I thought. Her voice trails off. Sure. I know. I whisper, stroking her wet hair and smoothing it back from her forehead. I know, sis. I say, squeezing her exquisite body against me. 
We maintain the embrace for several minutes before I gently push my sister's arms down to her side and reach for the body wash. Squirting some in my hands, I rub my palms together and start lathering her shoulders, kneading my fingers into her tense muscles as I spread the soap around. Mmm. That feels nice. Susan says as my hands move down and massage the muscles just under her shoulder blades. I feel the knots dissolving under my touch, and I slide my hands down to her lower back, determined to touch every inch of her body. I'll give you until Tuesday to finish. She says as I continue the soapy massage down her arms and hands. I laugh and tell her she'll shrivel up like a raisin if we stay in the shower that long. As long as this doesn't shrivel up. She smiles, running her fingers across my hard cock. Not a chance. I answer as I lather soap on her ass, squeezing and teasing her firm, fleshy cheeks. Susan spreads her legs, but I intentionally avoid contact with her asshole or pussy, wanting to build her arousal up slowly. Squatting down I lather her calves and thighs, bringing my hands within inches of her pussy without touching it. Her upper thighs are sticky with her juices and I squirt more body wash onto my hands while I caress and massage her inner thighs. M. Susan moans, bending her knees so her pussy lips will make contact with my hands. My fingers slip down her thighs just before her lips make contact with them. Bringing one hand up the back of her right thigh to knead her ass cheeks, I use my other hand to lather her smooth, hairless pussy mound. I haven't touched her pussy or her tits since I started soaping her body and she's squirming around, trying to get my hands where she wants them. Nick you tease. She pouts, but she's clearly enjoying her shower. And your point is? I ask as I move my hand up over her flat stomach and soap the crevice under her left tit. Standing in front of her with one hand on each of her breasts, I soap all around her generous orbs without ever touching her hard nipples. Please, Nick. Susan begs. Please touch my nipples. She's rocking from side to side, trying to brush her nipples against my hands. I need to make sure the sides are clean. I smile as I lift her large tits and continue to run my soapy hands all around them. They're clean. I promise. She laughs, thrusting her chest out to try and drive her nipples into my palms. I tease her smooth flesh for a few more minutes and then lightly brush my fingers across her hard nipples. Oh. Yeah. Susan moans. I tweak her nipples between my finger and thumb, twisting and stretching them as she arches towards me. My sister and I have taken plenty of showers together, and we're usually fucking by this time. My cock is as hard as a rock but I have this perverse desire to tease her a while longer. I turn my body to the side when she reaches for my cock and I slide one hand down her stomach towards her pussy mound. I'm still washing you. I whisper when I see how she looks at me when I pull my cock away. I want you nice and clean. I laugh, as my hand slides down and circles her pussy lips. Susan spreads her legs farther apart, and I continue my teasing by gently pinching each fold of her outer labia. Oh God. Susan cries when my fingers make contact with her pussy. She grabs my shoulders to steady herself when my fingertip barely slips between her slick lips and I slowly stroke up and down. Susan is rocking against my finger and I have to keep pulling it back to keep from burying it inside her steamy opening. Sliding it all the way up her slit, I let it lightly graze her clit and then glide back down between her slippery lips. Oh fuck. Nick, put it in me. Susan pleads as she tries frantically to maneuver her pussy onto my finger. In a minute, sis. I say, lowering my mouth to one of her thick nipples instead. The shower spray has washed all the soap from her tits and I suck her taut nipple between my teeth, gently nibbling on it as my finger continues to stroke her pussy lips. Oh what? Susan is humping my hand and thrusting her hard nipple into my mouth when I abruptly pull my hand away from her pussy and stand up. What the? Susan's eyes pop open and she stands there humping the air. Shower's over. I say, turning off the water. Time for bed. I smile and she falls into my arms kissing my lips and shoving her tongue into my mouth. We don't bother with towels. We just sort of kiss, fondle, and shuffle our way to the bed without breaking our embrace. Tumbling on top of it, we soak the bedspread with our wet bodies. Rolling Susan onto her back, I lick the beads of water covering her luscious breasts. Taking my time, I nibble on her bullet-like nipples and I'm surprised when they get even harder. Rolling my tongue over the tip, I lightly drag my teeth along the length of one of her half-inch-long protrusions. I wonder if she's really this aroused or if she's just making her nipples hard. Are you doing this? I ask, nodding towards Susan's erect nipple. No. She breathes. That's all you, little brother. She's pushing my head lower as she spreads her legs. 
Tonight, I want it to be all natural, okay? I like that. I answer as I lick her flat stomach. That puts a lot of pressure on you, Nick. She says playfully, rocking her hips while continuing to push my head lower. I lick across her smooth mound and down towards her pussy. I'll show her pressure. I smile as I move my left hand up between her outstretched thighs. Oh, finally. Susan moans when my fingers touch her slick pussy lips. She arches her back and pushes against the intrusion, but I withdraw my fingers, peeling her lips apart and holding her pussy wide open as my mouth reaches its target. My tongue descends on the top of her clit hood and presses against it, sending a shiver of pleasure through her body. Her legs tense and she tries to squeeze them together but my shoulders block her movement. Oh God! Nick! Susan moans as I maintain steady pressure on her clit. Her juices are flowing as she twists her body and humps against my tongue. I gradually ease the pressure on her clit and drag my tongue down, unhurriedly sinking it into her juicy cunt. Yes. Yes. Eat me, Nick. Fucking eat me. Susan cries as I hold her pussy open and lap up her succulent nectar. The first time I ate my sister's pussy was in a transmitter-induced frenzy where I watched her frustratingly masturbate while not being able to get released until I told her she could. I remember how wet she was when I finally told her to come, and her juices flooded my mouth like I turned on a faucet. I've eaten her hundreds of times since then but this is the closest I've ever seen her get to that level of arousal. Don't stop. Don't fucking stop, Nick. Susan yells, grabbing my head and pulling me into her saturated pussy. I didn't realize I'd stopped licking her and was just staring at her wide-open cavern. For someone who has complete control over her orgasms, she's exercising remarkable restraint. I attack her pussy with renewed vigor, sucking out her juices and flicking my tongue across her engorged clit. Oh. Fuck. Susan moans as I push two fingers into her sopping pussy and wrap my lips around her clit. She's bucking wildly and I press my other hand firmly on her pussy mound to hold her down so I can keep her clit in my mouth while I finger fuck her. Damn. Ugh. Nick. Her legs stiffen and her whole body starts shaking convulsively. She's jerking and thrashing around on the bed pulling her clit from my mouth as her orgasm takes over her body. I yank my fingers out and start lapping up the hot, thick syrup streaming from her quivering cunt.my cock is ready for action and I don't even let her catch her breath before I slide up her body and bury my steel rod in her still spasming pussy. One hard thrust and I'm up to my balls in my sister's wet, hot opening, pounding into her before her orgasm has a chance to subside. Oh my god. Nick. Oh. Fuck me. Susan wraps her arms around my shoulders and mashes me down against her chest as I jackhammer her slippery pussy. We establish an urgent rhythm and Susan rocks with the impact of my cock, bouncing her ass off the bed and matching me stroke for stroke. We haven't fucked with this level of intensity in a long time and it feels so good I wish it could go on forever. I turn my head and press my lips against hers. Susan digs her nails into my ass while she sucks my pussy-soaked tongue deep into her mouth. Our tongues entwine, fighting for dominance of her mouth while we rock each other mercilessly. When I can't hold back any longer, I slam my cock deep into her and grab her wrists, pinning her arms above her head. The explosion from my cock jerks my body spasmodically and I break the kiss, gasping for air as I feel her body tremble beneath me. Her pussy tightens against my cock and her body starts to quake with another orgasm as I continue to spew my cum inside her pulsating pussy. Releasing her wrists, I collapse on top of her as we desperately try to fill our lungs with air. God, Nick. Susan breathes. I forgot how good you are when it's all natural. She brushes her lips lightly against mine while she squirms around getting comfortable. Do you need me to roll off of you? I ask, lifting my weight a little but not really wanting my cock exposed to the air. It feels so good buried inside her steamy, tight hole. No. Stay right where you are. She smiles. I just needed to shift my leg a little. I settle back down onto her warm flesh and we kiss a while before postcodal drowsiness sends us drifting off to sleep. Nick. Nick. Mom is whispering and gently shaking my shoulder. What's wrong? I ask, bolting upright while rubbing sleep from my eyes. Susan stirs beside me as I swing my legs over the edge of the bed. Mom is fully dressed and has her car keys in her hand. Nothing's wrong. Mom continues whispering. I'm going to see your dad and I need the transmitter. Where is it? Mom asks. Whoa. Mom's never used the transmitter and I don't trust dad. I remember what happened the last time he had a transmitter. I'm going with you. 
I tell her as I stand up and head to the bathroom. Just give me a minute to shower and get dressed. I call over my shoulder. Me too, Susan says, following me to the bathroom. Just a minute, Mom says, stopping Susan a few feet from the bathroom door. If we're going to get there sometime today, you two are using different showers. Ah, uh, Mom, Susan says teasingly. You spoil all our fun. She reaches into the bathroom and slaps my ass cheek before quickly ducking out the door and running towards the other bathroom. You'll pay for that. I yell at her while adjusting the temperature of the shower. Children. Children. Mom mockingly chastises us. Don't take too long. She says. It's obvious mom's nervous and I'm glad we're going to be there for her. Less than half an hour later we're at dad's office building. I lead the way to Danae's desk and she's her predictable snotty self. Daryl's busy. Danae says when she sees me walking towards her desk. Why do you keep bringing people here unannounced? She asks caustically. Susan smiles, knowing what's coming next as she steps up to Danae's desk and looks down appreciatively at the gorgeous blonde's generously displayed cleavage. Think about it, Danae. I lean over her desk as I use the trigger. You want to be very nice to us and show us into Daryl's office immediately. I wink at my sister as Danae jumps up from her chair and moves around the desk. Yes, very nice to us. Susan echoes, raising her eyebrows towards me questioningly. Nick! I was just kidding. Danae says pulling me into a full embrace and mashing her tits against my chest. Of course, Daryl will see you immediately and who are these two lovely ladies? She asks, stepping back and leading us into Dad's office. My sister and my mother, Danae. I answer as we enter Dad's office. Susan nudges me as she stares at Danae's firm round ass cheeks swaying seductively inside her skin-tight skirt. Dad looks up from the papers lying on his desk. Your lovely family is here to see you, Daryl. Danae says in a pleasant sing-song voice that sounds like she's a tour guide at Disney World. Dad looks at her quizzically and then smirks. You've been using that transmitter again, haven't you, Nick? Before I can answer, Dad notices Mom behind me and jumps up faster than Danae did, walking quickly from behind his desk. I didn't see you, Elaine, come on in. Dad steps towards her and hesitates, wondering what the protocol is to welcome your ex-wife. A handshake, a hug, or what? And Susan? Dad says looking past Mom and staring at his full-grown daughter. Is it my imagination or is he checking her out? Hi, Daryl. Mom says, stretching her hand out towards him. It's been a long time. Thank you for seeing us. Dad takes her hand in both of his and smiles sheepishly. Anytime, Elaine. Dad says, motioning to a sitting area adjacent to his desk. Have a seat. Mom sits on the couch and I sit protectively close to her. Susan takes one of the three stuffed chairs and we both look expectantly at Mom. To what do I owe this pleasure? Dad asks, taking the chair closest to Mom. I have some questions I thought you might be able to answer, Daryl. Mom says, glancing at me as I take the transmitter from my pocket. I will if I can, Elaine. Dad answers cordially as he watches me put the earbuds into my ears. What's he going to do to me? Dad asks, more calmly than I would be in his situation. Maybe he doesn't believe Mom will let me do anything bad. Maybe he still trusts her. Hmm. He's going to make you recall any commands that Harry might have given you that you don't remember. Mom says, nodding to me to begin. I tune in Dad's frequency and watch his eyes glaze over. Mom seems stunned, reminding me that she's only seen the transmitter used one time. Daryl, you will have total recall of every command you've been given while under the influence of a transmitter. Before I can continue, Mom interrupts me. And every command he's given using the transmitter. Mom interjects. Oh. Are you sure you want to know all that? I ask skeptically. It might not be conducive to a potential reconciliation. I tell her. It is critical to a potential reconciliation. Mom snaps. Is he still under the influence of that thing? Yes. I answer. Daryl, you will recall all uses of the transmitter. When Nick turns it off, you will describe to me, in detail, every time it was used on you and every time you used it. Mom nods at me and I turn off the transmitter. Dad blinks twice and then stares blankly into space like he's watching a movie inside his head, which is probably exactly what this is like. We sit quietly as he processes all the information we've just opened up in his memory. You can hear a pin drop until he abruptly jolts forward and screams, startling Mom and I into jumping back away from him. Damn that fucking bastard! Dad yells, grabbing his head and rocking back and forth. That son of a bitch fucking lied to me! 
Dad is rocking faster, banging his fists against the sides of his head. He ruined my whole fucking life. His eyes are closed and he continues screaming obscenities. Susan and I exchange glances while Mom watches intently, waiting for him to calm down. We wait several minutes before Mom breaks the silence. Daryl, Mom says quietly. It's time for you to tell me everything. Dad stops rocking and opens his eyes, blinking rapidly as he looks from Mom to me and then to Susan. It's like he'd forgotten we were here. Okay, Elaine, he says, in a barely audible whisper. But do the kids have to hear this? He asks, pleading with his eyes. Why don't you two go find something to do? Mom says without taking her eyes off Dad. Uh, sure, Mom. Susan says, grabbing my arm and pulling me towards the door. I watch for a minute, wondering if I should leave them alone, but Mom waves her arm, signaling me to leave. Wow, Susan says. Do you think that means what I think it means? Susan asks as we walk towards Danae's desk. I don't know. I say, getting an idea of how we can spend our time. It was certainly interesting. I grab my sister's arm and stop her a few feet behind Danae's desk. You've got to see her naked. I whisper to my sister as we watch Danae lean down to file something in a bottom drawer. She is like the perfect sex goddess. I add, hoping Susan won't be offended by my description of another woman. You've seen her? She whispers back. The look on my face gives me away. You've fucked her, haven't you? She smiles. You are just full of surprises, little brother. Come on. I grab her arm and lead her to Danae's desk. Think about it, Danae. Is there someplace private where you can show my sister and I a good time? Without answering, Danae stands up and leads us down the hall to an unmarked door. Opening it, she ushers us in and locks it behind her. This is where the models practice. Danae says in a transmitter-induced monotone. The room looks like a sitting room with a large overstuffed couch and a couple of wing-backed chairs. As I'm looking at the room, Susan is focused on Danae. Think about it, Danae. Susan whispers breathlessly. Take off your clothes. Susan props herself on the arm of a chair and watches Danae unbutton her blouse and let it drop on the floor. Susan gasps as Danae releases her bra and her golden brown tits shake free. It's been a while since I've seen Danae naked and my cock stiffens at the sight of her dark red nipples and half-dollar-sized areolas. Damn. Susan sighs, expressing my feelings exactly. Danae is stepping out of her skirt, leaving her in only her tiny white thong, which barely hides anything. Her porcelain-smooth pussy mound is visible through the thin white material and Susan is almost drooling by the time Danae peels the thong down her shapely legs. Think about it, Danae. Susan says, her breath coming in quick gasps. More than anything else you want to pleasure me right now. Susan is kicking off her shoes and unzipping her shorts as she continues giving Danae instructions. You will offer yourself to me and make love to me until I tell you I've had enough. Susan is really getting the hang of the transmitter commands. Susan has removed her panties and is naked from the waist down. Danae steps over to help her undress, grabbing the bottom of her blouse and lifting it up. Susan raises her arms to let Danae remove her blouse and toss it aside. Leaving her hands in the air, Susan smiles at me as Danae unfastens the front clasp of her bra and lowers her mouth to my sister's exposed nipple. You'll be more comfortable on the couch. Danae whispers as she moves her mouth to Susan's other nipple. Susan lowers her arms and Danae slips the bra off her shoulders while continuing to suck on my sister's right nipple. Danae maneuvers Susan towards the couch and I get up to give them room. As they settle onto the soft cushions, their lips meet and their hands begin the exploratory discovery common to new lovers of any gender. And why cock is rock hard, but I feel like the odd man out here. Knowing my dad, Danae can't be the only hot babe in this building. I grab the transmitter and decide to do some exploring of my own. Quietly exiting the room, I turn left and nearly run into a young red-headed woman hurrying down the hall. Who are you? Demands the redhead, standing with a key in her hand and getting ready to unlock the door I just closed. She has snowy white skin, typical of a lot of redheads, and light green eyes that are staring defiantly at me. I'm Nick, Daryl's son. I answer. Who are you? I casually start putting the earbuds in my ears. This fiery redhead doesn't look happy to see me and I'm sure she's not going to be happy about what's going on inside this room. Just move aside, Nick. She says without answering me. I turn the thumb wheel and tune in her frequency. Pressing the button, I watch her sexy green eyes turn hazy. What's your name and what are you doing here? I ask as I step back to get a better look at this green-eyed lady. She appears to be in her late twenties, 
average height with nice shapely legs. Her light yellow blouse is stretched tightly across her well-proportioned breasts, and her nipples are protruding as if they're aroused. Tracy Davis, head of security. She answers. No one is authorized to use this room right now. There are no classes scheduled. What the fuck is she talking about? What classes? Tracy, please answer in your regular voice with normal voice inflection. I hate the way the transmitter makes people sound. What classes are you talking about? I glance up and down the hallway, wondering how long we can stand here before someone else comes by. Our sex school classes? She says like I'm a complete idiot for not knowing. There are no classes scheduled today, yet there are two women in there practicing. She nods towards the closed door in case I don't know what room she means. Danae said this is the room where the models practice, but I didn't give it any thought at the time. How do you know what's going on in there? I ask, my mind still trying to grasp what she's talking about. It's on the live video feed in my office. Tracy answers. Okay, time to get out of the hallway. Lead the way to your office, Tracy. I tell her, and she turns around heading back the way she came. I admire the way her firm round as cheeks undulate provocatively within her tight beige skirt as I follow her down the hallway. How far is it? I ask, hoping we don't meet anyone while Tracy's under the influence of the transmitter. Just around this corner. She says, turning right and coming to a stop a few feet down. She unlocks a door and steps inside. Entering the room behind her, I stare disbelievingly at the plasma screen taking up a large portion of the wall behind her desk. Here in living color, making their big screen debut, are the two naked women I just left. Susan is sprawled on the couch with one foot on the floor, rhythmically rocking her hips against Danae's face, which is burrowed between her legs. The image fills the screen and my focus rapidly shifts between Danae's perfect ass and my sister's jiggling tits. Tearing my eyes from the erotic action on the screen, I turn my attention back to Tracy. She's standing in the middle of the room awaiting further instructions. I lock the door and get ready for some action of my own. Tracy, please tell me about this sex school while you get undressed. I sit down in a visitor's chair that gives me a nice view of Tracy and the video screen behind her. As Danae continues to eat my sister's pussy, I watch Tracy pull her blouse over her head and reveal a silky, nearly transparent, lace bra. Her nipples are hard and I wonder if that's from watching the two women. Our models regularly provide intimate companionship to our most affluent customers. Tracy says like she's reading from a brochure. To ensure repeat business and exceptional referrals, Daryl started a sex school to teach the models how to provide world-class service. Tracy reaches behind her back and unfastens her bra. Where is the school and who teaches the classes? I ask as Tracy's bra drops from her shoulders unveiling her pale white breasts. The freckles sprinkled across them are so faint you could easily miss them and her nipples are such a subdued shade of pink that they are almost colorless. The school is right here. She says. That's one of the practice rooms. Tracy points at the video screen where Susan's fingers are wrapped in Danae's hair on either side of her head holding her in place between her widespread thighs as she vigorously grinds her pussy against Danae's face. My cock loves the double stimulation of Tracy stripping in front of me while the girl-on-girl -girl action takes place on the screen behind her. Stiff and throbbing, my rod is aching to bust out of my confining jeans. Daryl, Danae and I are the teachers, each with our own specialty area. Tracy continues as she unzips her skirt and lets it fall to the floor. Her lace panties match her bra and her light red bush is visible through the thin material. I've never been with a redhead before and I'm surprised at how turned on I am by her fair complexion and the pale pinkness of her hard nipples. My eyes follow every move as she bends forward, slowly rolls her panties down her legs and exposes her neatly trimmed triangle of pubic hair. Unlike the thick bushes I've seen on other women, Tracy's bright red hair is like a thin layer of moss barely concealing the milky white mounded covers. Another faint smattering of freckles leads from her navel into her pubic hair. What specialty areas? I manage to ask as I stare in fascination at Tracy's naked body. The way she's standing with her legs slightly apart. I barely catch a glimpse of the hidden treasure between them. I specialize in oral stimulation of the male genitalia. She says proudly and it takes me a second to translate. Blowjobs. I say as I stand up and move in for a closer look, my cock throbbing in my jeans. We don't use crude terms. She says tersely. What about Danae and Daryl? What are their specialties? I ask, cupping my hand around one of her milky white breasts. I gently squeeze her soft warm flesh, pressing my palm against her erect nipple. 
Danae's specialty area is the oral stimulation of the female genitalia and Daryl is our vaginal stimulation of the male genitalia specialist. So Danae is the pussy eater and dad teaches them how to fuck. Looks like it's Susan's lucky day, getting her pussy eaten by an expert. Glancing at the screen while I continue to fondle Tracy's tits, it appears that my sister is in the final throes of an extremely powerful orgasm. Tracy, when I turn off the transmitter, you will demonstrate your oral stimulation techniques on my genitalia. I wonder what she can possibly offer that I haven't already gotten from mom or Maggie but I'm anxious to find out. Do you want the one hour or the two hour stimulation? She asks without inflection. What the fuck? She's talking about a one hour or two hour blowjob. Is she putting me on? I look at my watch and try to gauge how long mom and Daryl are going to be talking. How about the 30 minute blowjob, Tracy? I answer as I start taking my clothes off. It can be done, but you won't get the full impact. She states matter-of-factly. Just do the best you can. I almost laugh as I turn off the transmitter. I wonder if I should have given Tracy a trigger for later. Oh well. Do you want to go to a practice room? Tracy asks, stepping closer so she can help me remove the last of my clothing. Or would you rather stay here where you can watch the monitor? She smiles, knowingly. Here is fine. I answer as she carefully exposes my hard cock, letting my underwear fall to my ankles. Using both hands, she lovingly caresses my hard on while I step out of my briefs. Her green eyes are almost hypnotic as she smiles up at me, all the while her hands are lightly exploring the length of my shaft. Very nice. She says seductively. You are definitely Daryl's son. Her touch feels nice, but I'm still skeptical about a two-hour blowjob. You'll be more comfortable lying down. Tracy says, motioning to the floor in front of her desk. She picks up a remote control from the desktop and presses a button. The plasma screen emits a soft whirring sound and the top moves away from the wall, tilting it so it can be viewed from the floor. I lie down on my back, sinking into the cushioned carpeting. Can you see the screen okay? Tracy asks. I look up and see Danae lying on top of Susan. They're locked in a passionate kiss with their pussies grinding against each other. Danae absolutely has the most perfect ass I've ever seen and I watch her tan cheeks undulate as she makes love to my sister. Yeah, it's great. I say, nearly breathless as I settle into the soft carpeting. Great is an understatement. Watching Danae and my sister fuck on the big plasma TV while the blowjob instructor takes care of my throbbing cock. It's fucking unbelievable. I'll be right with you. Tracy says as she walks past me and I quickly shift my eyes from the TV screen to the intersection of Tracy's thighs. Her thin pussy lips part a little as she steps past my head and I can see moisture glistening between them. I follow her with my eyes as she opens a wooden cabinet and retrieves a small bottle. When she turns around I can see where her triangle of red hair stops at the base of her mound, leaving the area directly around her pussy completely hairless. My cock is at full attention. Grabbing a pillow from the couch, she positions it beneath my head and then leans down and lightly kisses my forehead. On her hands and knees next to me, she whispers in my ear. I want you to be able to watch. She says. I run my hand over her pale ass cheeks as she slowly crawls towards my legs. Setting the bottle on the floor, she positions herself between my legs before running her fingers gently up and down the length of my cock. What's in the bottle? I ask, reveling in her light touch. Flavored lubricant. She smiles. We'll get to that in a minute. With one hand wrapped loosely around my cock and the other one cupping my balls, Tracy kisses the tip and swirls her tongue around my cock head. Fuck. She's just started and I can already tell this is going to be different than anything I've experienced. Don't forget the video monitor. Tracy smiles as the tip of her tongue barely flicks against the groove on the underside of my cockhead. I glance up at the video screen and see Danae leaning back on the couch with her legs spread. Her hairless pussy is wet with arousal as Susan positions her head between her widespread thighs. Who's the other woman? Tracy asks as she picks up the bottle and squirts the warm liquid on my cockhead. While her right hand is squeezing out the lubricant, her left hand is rubbing it around my cockhead and down the length of my shaft. My sister. I breathe barely able to speak as her thumb smears the lubricant across the tip of my cock and around the underside of my cockhead. When my entire rod is covered with lubricant, she sets the bottle down and wraps both hands around my cock, slowly sliding them up and down. Fuck. The sensation is incredible, especially when she slides one hand all the way down to my balls while her other hand moves up to the tip and her thumb glides across the head of my cock. 
It's all in slow motion and I have no idea how much time has passed. I'm beginning to see how she could make a blowjob last two hours. Your sister, huh? She smiles, raising her eyebrows as she lowers her mouth to the tip of my cock. With one hand gently spreading the lubricant over my balls and her other hand barely gliding up and down my slick cock, she presses her soft tongue against the sensitive underside of my cock head. Oh. Fuck. I jerk like a lightning bolt has hit my cock. Damn, Tracy. I say and she emits a low chuckle as her tongue gingerly breezes around my cock head. When she momentarily stops licking and lightly blows her breath across my wet cock head, my arousal goes through the roof. We're just getting started, lover. She says, her hands in constant motion over my cock and balls while she continues licking the swollen head. Her talent is such that's got me at peak arousal without even having sucked me into her mouth yet. Unfucking believable Lowering my head onto the pillow, I catch a glimpse of my sister frantically rocking her head between Danae's legs. I close my eyes and enjoy the flawlessly erotic feeling of Tracy's hands and tongue. Just when I feel like it can't get any better she sucks my cock head into her mouth and flicks her tongue against the underside. I thrust my hips up, trying to get more of my cock in her mouth but she has both hands wrapped around the length of my shaft. Fuck. With her tongue pressed against the sensitive spot just under my cock head, she glides her left hand down to caress my balls while slowly stroking my slippery cock with her right hand. I've never felt anything like it. Any other woman would be bobbing her head up and down in a steady rhythm by now, sucking me to conclusion that it's crazy, but Tracy's deliberately leisure machinations have me completely out of control, trying to hump my stiff rod into her warm mouth. I close my eyes and drift into a blissfully erotic dream as she works her magic on my cock and balls. My mind swirls from Susan fucking Danae to Tracy's red bush and even Nicole's teen-sized tits with their eraser-like nipples before Tracy's voice intrudes on my fantasies. Are you sure you want this to end already? Tracy asks, pulling her mouth from my cock head and my mind back to reality. Her thumb is gently rubbing circles around the tip of my cock. What? I blink my eyes. Fuck no. I never want this to end. What's she talking about? The half hour you gave me is nearly up. She says before replacing her thumb with her tongue and swirling it around the head of my cock. I haven't even taken you into my throat. She smiles. A half hour already. That's not possible, is it? No fucking way. I don't want this woman to stop, ever. I have nowhere else to be. I pant, unsuccessfully trying to sound nonchalant. Take as long as you want. She smiles knowingly and sucks my cock head back into her mouth. While slowly corkscrewing her hand up and down my slippery shaft, her other hand is busy tantalizing my balls with her fingertips that I have no idea how much time goes by when she finally slides her lips halfway down my cock. Holy fuck, it's been worth the wait. Her tongue is in constant motion swirling and flicking my cock as she glides her lips slowly up and down. All the while, her hands keep moving deftly over my balls and the exposed portion of my swollen cock. I glance at the video screen where Susan and Danae are lying on the couch with their faces in each other's pussies. Susan is on top this time and I watch her sexy ass rotate around as she humps her pussy against Danae's mouth. Leaning my head back, I close my eyes and enjoy the nearly torturous titillation of my cock and balls. To say that Tracy's blowjobs are better than I've ever experienced is like comparing Stevie Wonder to American Idol contestants. This woman knows how to treat a cock. She knows how to keep it hard, throbbing and at peak arousal without letting me climax. And she's not using any of those pinching the base of the cock tricks either. Every time she senses that I'm getting close, she changes her technique, touching me differently but just as tantalizingly. Eventually, I feel Tracy pull her mouth away and shift her hands into yet another position, which I assume is intended to delay my climax even farther. Before I can figure out what she's trying to do, my cock is immersed in a fiery heat chamber. My eyes pop open and I'm staring at this beautiful green-eyed goddess sitting astride my throbbing cock. I'm buried to my balls in her hot pussy, and it feels so fucking good. I'm just relubricating you, lover. Tracy says, her thighs pressed against my sides to keep me from moving. I automatically reach my hands up to her luscious breasts, but she grabs my wrists and leans forward, stretching my arms above my head and pressing her soft tits against my chest as she sucks my earlobe into her mouth. I can teach all of this to your sister. She whispers before gently biting my ear. Without waiting for a reply, she lifts her pussy from my cock and slides down my body. With her tits dragging across my stomach, she pauses to nibble on my left nipple and pinch the right one with her fingers. 
My cock pulsates against her stomach as my nipples stiffen, sending sharp electrical surges through my groin. Tracy continues sliding downward, wrapping her mouth around my pussy-soaked cock and gliding her moist lips to the base of it. My swollen cock head enters her throat, which contracts around my shaft as she swallows. Fuck. I've never felt anything like this. She's literally swallowing my cock. I try to hump her mouth but she's holding me tightly against the floor with her body weight. She's obviously done this before and knows how to maintain complete control. Her tongue dances all around my sensitive shaft as her lips slide up the length of my cock. Oh. Fuck. I cry as her hands seem to be everywhere at once and her mouth stays wrapped around my highly aroused shaft. My balls are on fire and my cock feels like it could explode any second. Her tongue is absolutely magical, swirling and flicking my heart on in all the right places. Changing tactics again just as I'm about to come, she pulls her head back and her hands aggressively massage my cock while her fingers caress all around my balls. Are you ready for the big finish? Tracy asks, lowering her lips and kissing the tip of my swollen cock head. As her warm mouth envelopes my rigid shaft, I writhe on the floor oblivious to everything except the magnificent sensations pulsating through my cock. Oh fuck. I'm coming. I scream, as I feel the intense release starting from my balls and driving up the length of my swollen cock. And my whole body convulses when I finally release my load into Tracy's warm mouth. Hot jism spurts from my cockhead as she sucks and swallows. Her experienced hands jack my stiff cock as if expertly knowing to expect a huge deposit from our prolonged foreplay. She licks and teases, caressing my spasming rod until every last drop is expunged. Leaning up on my elbows, I'm panting and trying to catch my breath as Tracy gently pulls my cock from her mouth and lays it across my stomach. Smiling, she winks at me and stands up. I can't imagine what came over me. She says, almost to herself. Why did I have the sudden urge to suck you off? She walks over to her desk, standing naked a few feet from me as I replay the image of her creamy white body sitting astride me. I'm still recovering from her incredible blowjob, but I can't wait to see my cock disappear into her juicy pussy. I want to fuck you. I whisper, still sucking air into my lungs. Not a chance. She smirks. You're lucky you got a blowjob. She's looking at the video screen where Danae is sprawled on the couch with her eyes closed and Susan is on the floor with her tits heaving up and down as she gasps for air. Reaching behind me, I find my jeans and feel around for the transmitter in the front pocket. This red-headed beauty is going to ride me like she's never ridden a cock before. She just doesn't know it yet. Tracy. I say, dialing in her frequency. More than anything else in the world you want to ride my hard cock right now. You will achieve the highest arousal level possible when my cock enters your pussy, and stay that way until I tell you to come. When I tell you to come, you will have the most intensely explosive orgasm you have ever experienced. It will keep you at peak pleasure for a full minute before it subsides. I consciously stiffen my cock and lie back while I turn the transmitter off. My god, you're ready for more. Tracy says, wasting no time as she swings one leg over me and straddles my torso. I've been wanting to ride this monster all morning. She smiles as she kneels down and lowers herself onto my erect shaft. Her steamy pussy sheaths my cock in a hot, liquid cocoon, further hardening my rod without any help from me. God, I love my transmitter. Squirming around and settling her ass on my thighs, she pulls her knees tightly against my hips and starts rocking back and forth. In seconds, her thighs spread more naturally as she establishes an urgent rhythm, jouncing on my cock like a bronco rider. Her tits bounce uncontrollably on her chest as her desire skyrockets and she slams down frantically on my hard cock. Catching one in each hand, I palm her breasts, squeezing her soft flesh as she continues her ferocious onslaught. My fingertips leave light red marks on the sides of her snow-white tits before I shift my attention to her nipples, twisting and squeezing as I stretch them out from her bouncing tits. On the video screen, Susan and Danae have recovered sufficiently to be sitting together on the couch. I recognize my sister's typical post-codal dalliance, as she gently licks Danae's perfect breasts, teasing the hard nipples with her tongue. Is this the only room you can monitor? I ask Tracy, who is angrily assaulting my cock with her feverish pussy. Unable to figure out why she can't climax. I can view all the rooms. She pants out each word. Without breaking stride, she reaches over to her desk and retrieves a remote control and wordlessly hands it to me. I have to release her tits to take the remote, and I watch them smack loudly against her skin on each of her downward thrusts. After the intense blowjob I've just received, I'm in no hurry to climax. 
Tracy's tight pussy is giving my cock a wonderful workout, and I plan to enjoy it as long as I can. I've been in her office for over an hour, and I'm curious about what's going on with mom and dad. How do I view Daryl's office? I ask as Tracy continues her attempts to pulverize my cock with her overheated pussy. Press 5-0. Tracy breathes, grabbing her breasts with her hands to keep them from slapping themselves sore. I press the buttons and the channel changes to dad's office. The view is from the side of his desk with the camera aimed towards the couch. Holy shit. I almost sit straight up even with Tracy vigorously riding my cock. My parents are on the couch, naked. Dad is stretched out on his back and mom is kneeling between his legs with her ass in the air and his cock in her mouth. Her hand is wrapped around the base of his thick shaft, and her head is bobbing up and down as her lips glide up and down the length of it. Fuck. I guess mom's visit is going well. Oh. Fuck. Tracy lurches forward, her hands hitting the floor on either side of my head as she frantically rocks back and forth, grinding her pussy mound against my pelvic bone and trying to grasp that elusive orgasm. Oh. 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 Tracy continues to wail as her tits swing rapidly back and forth, dragging her taut nipples against my chest. Distracted by the image of my parents on the plasma TV, I tune out Tracy's moans and watch as mom lets dad's cock plop from her mouth and moves her body up, positioning her pussy over his rigid shaft. I doubt if most guys my age would be aroused by watching their parents fuck. Most of them would probably find the idea gross or revolting. Of course, most guys aren't fucking their mother on a regular basis or get instantly hard at the sight of her sexy body. Watching my mother drive her pussy down onto dad's hard cock pushes me closer to coming than Tracy's frantic cock riding. As mom sets a rhythm on dad's cock, I feel my orgasm building and I don't try to fight it. I want to come like this. I want to shoot my load while watching my parents fuck. Dad grabs for mom's tits and she picks up the pace as if their movements are choreographed. I imagine they've done this dance a few times and it comes right back to them even after all these years. You can come now, Tracy. I say, when I feel myself ready to explode inside her fiery pussy. Oh, I'm ye god. Tracy jolts upright, squeezing her pussy muscles around my cock as her orgasm racks her body. I let go of my control and erupt inside her shivering pussy. Tracy shakes convulsively from the continuous wave of pleasure surging through her body. As she rides out her transmitter-enhanced orgasm, I jealously watch my parents' reunion fuck and wonder what to make of it. Tracy finally collapses on my chest, completely breathless. Her pussy is pulsating around my cock in rhythm with her heartbeat, and her tits are swelling against my skin as she desperately sucks air into her lungs. I lay my arms on her smooth white back and hold her against me as I continue to watch my parents fuck. Who's the woman with Daryl? Tracy asks when her breathing returns to normal. My mom. I answer, absently stroking Tracy's red hair. Wow. She says, leaning up and looking at me with her bright green eyes. You get off on watching your sister and your mom? She asks, more curious than accusing. I got off because of you. I lie. I just wanted to make sure they were doing okay. Whatever you say. Tracy answers disbelievingly. But if what I just experienced is because you were watching them, then please don't stop. She smiles as she presses her lips to mine and pushes her tongue in my mouth. The kiss isn't unpleasant, and I consider stiffening my cock inside her drenched pussy. But it looks like mom and dad are just about done. What channel were we watching initially? I ask Tracy when she breaks the kiss. I pick up the remote and point it to the TV monitor. Just push the last button. Tracy says, pointing to a small button at the top of the remote. Want to see your sister again, huh? I push the button without answering her and watch Danae and Susan fill the screen. They're half-dressed, standing with their bodies pressed together, madly kissing and touching each other. Naked from the waist up, their hands are all over each other's tits. Danae has her skirt back on while Susan is just wearing her panties. It looks like they were starting to get dressed when they decided they weren't finished with each other. Most guys have sister fantasies. Tracy says, squeezing her pussy muscles around my cock and gently rocking back and forth. I didn't even know I was getting hard again until she started moving. I have three brothers and you can't imagine how creative they were at trying to see me naked. She's pushing herself up and rocking rhythmically on my fully recovered cock. For most guys the first naked women they see are their mothers and sisters. It must be weird to see them like this, though. Tracy smiles as she sits up and starts riding my cock. She has no idea how much I'm used to seeing my mother and sister this way down on the monitor. Danae squeezes Susan's ass cheeks and lowers her mouth to my sister's tits. 
Maneuvering her backwards, Danae lowers Susan down on the couch without removing her lips from Susan's hard nipple. Kneeling between Susan's outstretched legs, Danae almost tears her panties off, tossing them aside as she drops her head down and Muff dives into my sister's anxious pussy. You can zoom in, Tracy says, slamming her hot pussy down on my rigid cock as I buck my hips in rhythm to her energetic fucking. I haven't moved my eyes from the video monitor, and it takes me a second to register what Tracy is saying. Zoom? I ask, fumbling around for the remote. That large button there. Tracy pants, her finger jostling up and down with her body movement and barely pointing to the remote. The top part zooms in and the bottom part zooms out. I push the top half of the button that I think she means and the screen fills with the back of Danae's head, rocking up and down as she licks my sister's pussy. Hold that button there to move the screen to where you want it. Tracy says as I look for the button she means. I hold down the button with a little symbol of a hand and watch the cropped image move around the large plasma screen. I'd like to zoom in on Danae's ass but she still has her skirt on so I move the image up to Susan's face. I release the button when my sister's head fills the screen and then zoom out until the image includes her large bouncing tits. Dropping the remote, I watch my sister's facial expressions and start rapidly bucking my cock into Tracy's steamy pussy. It's almost like you're fucking your sister, isn't it? Tracy chuckles as she leans back and braces her hands on the floor behind her, letting me take over the rhythm. She's right and I realize I'm going to have to erase Tracy's memory when we're done, but right now I frantically thrust my hard cock into her wanton pussy while watching my sister squeeze her own tits and contort her face in ecstatic pleasure. I grab Tracy's bouncing tits and squeeze and caress her firm white mounds, mimicking my sister's actions. The fleshy sides conform to my hands and she lets out a low moan when I pinch her erect nipples. Tracy leans farther back and I slide my right hand down her stomach, combing my fingers through her soft red hair until I reach her clit and brush my thumb across it. Oh fuck! She breathes. Keep doing that! I rub my thumb in a circular motion over her love button as I drive my hard shaft up into her fiery pussy. We are both bucking feverishly, and I'm getting awfully close to shooting my load. I glance at the video screen and it looks like Susan is getting ready to climax, too. I want to come with my sister but I don't want to leave Tracy hanging. I work my thumb faster on her clit, and she goes crazy on my cock, rocking and bouncing like a wild woman. I'm coming. She yells. Oh fuck. I'm coming. I pull my hand away as Tracy lunges forward tightening her pussy muscles around my cock and jerking wildly through the first wave of her orgasm. On the video screen, Susan is spasming against Danae's face. Awesome. I trigger my own release, shooting another load of cum deep inside Tracy's pussy while my eyes are glued to my sister's tits heaving up and down on her chest. I watch her orgasmic facial expressions gradually transition from painfully gnawed to blissfully relaxed. My cock erupting inside Tracy's pussy prolongs her pleasure, and she collapses on top of me again, crushing her hard nipples against my chest. I watch Danae lean back from Susan's pussy and wipe her hand across her face. Susan smiles as she grabs Danae's head and pulls her into an intense pussy-flavored kiss. I close my eyes and could probably drift off to sleep, but the image of mom and dad is bouncing around in my head and I can't seem to shake it. I have to go. I tell Tracy as I ease her up from me. Susan and Danae are standing up again, making more progress on their clothing than they did the first time. I want to intercept Susan before she barges in on mom and dad. Oh, Tracy says, pushing herself up and easing my spent cock from her soggy pussy. That was real nice, she says quietly as she stands up and looks around, somewhat disoriented. A mixture of our juices drips from her swollen pussy lips and she absentmindedly wipes it with her hand. Grabbing the transmitter, I tune in her frequency and press the button. I give her commands to delete all the videos of mom, dad, Susan and Danae, then to forget all about them. I tell her she'll remember running into me in the hallway and we came back here for the best fuck of her life. She'll be open to getting together with me again if I ever suggest it. Then I have her sit in her chair with her thighs wide apart, scooping the juices out of her pussy and licking them off her fingers. I add that she can get dressed when her pussy is completely cleaned out, or in an hour whichever comes first. I get dressed before I release her from the transmitter's power, pressing the button as I slip out of her office. Damn. Who knew when we came to Dad's office today that we'd all end up getting laid? I hurry down the hallway, trying to remember which office Danae and Susan are in. I get turned around and end up back at Daryl's office. The door is still closed and I knock gently, hoping they're down on the couch. Come in. Dad yells and I push open the door.
They're both dressed and standing next to each other near the window. How's it going? I ask, looking at Mom. Great, Nick. Mom smiles and puts her arm around Dad. Maggie was right. Harry did use the transmitter to drive your father and I apart. Now that we've released him from the transmitter's suggestions, he and I are going to see where we go from here. Sort of give it another chance. But, I stammer. What about Christina? And what he did to Maggie? I yell. That wasn't all just the transmitter. How can you fucking trust him? I ask, not sure if it's my jealousy at watching them fuck or a genuine lack of trust but it all comes blurting out. Don't use that language or that tone of voice with your mother. Dad says stepping close to me with a condemning look on his face. Oh this is precious. I say sarcastically. After five fucking years, you now want to play parent and correct my behavior? Give me a fucking break, Dad! I string out the last word dripping it with contempt. Nick. Mom comes over next to me and takes my arm. Give us a minute, Daryl. She says to Dad, leading me over into a corner of the office. Mom looks me in the eye as she lowers her voice. You don't have to like it or agree with it, Nick. She says quietly. But it is what I want to do. I want to give this a try. I'm going to stay here a few days and see if we can resurrect our marriage. I understand that your father is not perfect, but please try to understand that Harry did play a major part in this. Okay. Where are you going to stay? What are you going to do about Christina? I'm raising my voice again. I take a breath and try to control it. His house has cameras in every fucking bedroom. Hell, his office has cameras in every room. I was in the security office watching you two fuck. That's what this is about, isn't it, Nick? Mom whispers. She reaches up and brushes my hair from my face. I just stare at her, not answering. Fuck. I don't even know the answer. If you love me, Nick, please support me until I see where this goes. We're going to stay at Uncle Harry's house. Your dad is going to talk to Christina and explain what happened. She knows about the transmitter. Maybe she was even in on it with Harry. I'll need the transmitter to find out. You didn't give her a trigger, did you? No, I probably should have. I answer. I take the transmitter from my pocket and hand it to her. I love you, Mom. I say, pulling her into a tight embrace. Just be very careful. I whisper in her ear. Promise me that you won't trust Dad with the transmitter, at least not just yet, okay? She nods and smiles at me. I love you, Nick. She whispers then turns towards Daryl. I'll go to Harry's with Nick and Susan. We'll meet you there later after you've talked to Christina. Daryl just nods. I didn't bring enough clothes to stay down here. I say, knowing I don't want to stay at Harry's house with Dad there. I'm going home after I drop you off. Okay. Mom sighs. Go find your sister, and I'll be there in a minute. Danae is back at her desk and Susan is standing behind her rubbing her shoulders. Have fun? I ask Susan as I walk up behind her and squeeze her ass cheek. Her smile says it all, and she mouths a thank you to me over her shoulder. Where were you? She asks. I thought you were going to stay and watch. I was in the security office where they have video feed from all the other offices. I raise my eyebrows and nod at her and Danae. You were watching? What a pervert. Her hand reaches for my cock, and she looks surprised that it's not hard. Did you get yourself off watching us? She asks with a mischievous smile. I got off, but not by myself. I smile back at her. There's this cute redhead in charge of security. Tracy. Danae says without looking up. Right, Tracy. I lower my voice and move Susan away from Danae's desk. Anyway, did you know they have a sex school here? Danae, Tracy and Dad are the instructors. Danae mentioned that she's the resident expert on eating pussy. Only she called it some bullshit name like oral stimulation something or other. She teaches all the models. Exactly. Well, regardless of the name, it looked like she got you off pretty good. I tease. And Tracy is the resident blowjob expert so you can imagine what I was doing. I can't wait to hear all about it. Susan says. How did it go with mom and dad? Mom's convinced it was all the transmitter and her and dad can reconcile. I say caustically. You don't believe it? She asks. I thought that was what we wanted to happen. I don't know. I tell her honestly. It just seems like. I don't know. After all that's happened, I just don't trust him. Susan stares at me without speaking. Mom and dad are going to stay at Uncle Harry's for a few days to see how it works out. I explain. I'm going home. 
I don't want to be around for all the bullshit. Are you coming with me? I um, that is. Susan smiles sheepishly at me. Danae has kind of invited me to spend the night, and I was, um, thinking maybe sure, sis. I answer, desperately trying to hide my disappointment. Go have fun. You deserve it. Are you sure? She asks, just as desperately wanting me to reassure her. Because I'll come home with you if you want me to. She glances at Danae as she says this. No, it's fine. I tell her. I'm going to go home, get some clothes and be back here in a few days. A thought occurs to me. Hey, have her hook you up with Tracy while you're here. She has some blowjob techniques that drove me out of my mind. Her face drops and she looks at her feet. I mean, I love your blowjobs. I whisper. You don't have to if you don't want to, um. Susan's eyes lift to mine and her smile is beaming as she hits me playfully in the chest. It sounds like fun, she says. I'll surprise you when you come back. Are we ready to go? Mom asks, walking towards us. Susan's not going just yet. I answer. Her and Danae are going to hang out after Danae gets off work. Mom looks appraisingly at Danae and smiles at Susan. Okay, she says, kissing Susan on the cheek. Have fun. I guess we'll see you when we see you. She chuckles, taking my arm and leading me out of the office. Mom and I talk more about Susan and Danae than we do about her and Dad. When we get to Uncle Harry's house, I drop her off, grab a Coke and hit the road for home. The drive is a blur. As I replay my afternoon with Tracy, think about Mom and Dad getting back together and imagine what Susan and Danae's evening is going to be like. I try to analyze my reaction to seeing Mom and Dad fucking, but my mind won't let go of the image long enough to make an unbiased assessment. It's just starting to get dark as I pull into our driveway with almost no memory of the route I took to get here. As I get out of the car, I notice a light on at Mary's house and I flash back on breakfast yesterday morning. Maybe I should pay Mary a visit. I hurry into the house to take a shower and change clothes. Pulling on a pair of jeans and a t-shirt, I slide into my flip-flops and walk down to Mary's house. Hey, Nick. Mary smiles, opening the door to let me in. I was looking for you last night. I mean, your family. You know, your mom and Susan, and of course, you. She stammers as my eyes focus on her considerable cleavage, spilling out over her scoop-necked blouse. Yeah, we had to go down to Uncle Harry's old house. I say as I follow her into her living room, admiring the way her tight shorts are contoured to her firm-ass cheeks. I detect no discernible panty line. Maybe she's wearing a thong under her white shorts. That was sudden, wasn't it? She asks, taking a seat on an overstuffed chair and slowly crossing her long, shapely legs. Yeah. I answer, sitting on the couch across from her. Besides showing a significant portion of her succulent breasts, her blouse is stretched tightly enough to reveal the outline of her thick nipples, even through her brow. Where are your mom and Susan? Mary asks, as she leans back obviously trying to appraise the situation. She uncrosses and recrosses her legs the opposite way and I swear I can see the outline of her pussy lips on the crotch of her skin-tight shorts. They stayed at Uncle Harry's. I answer. Mom and Dad are kind of trying to. I don't know, maybe get back together. Really? Mary sits forward, her tits swinging into an amazing downblouse view. How do you feel about that? Mary asks, as I force myself to look in her eyes. I'm not really sure. I answer. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's not about me. Even I think I sound like I'm protesting too much. So, you're home alone. Mary observes. What brings you over here? That's the big question, isn't it? What does bring me here? Mary has one eyebrow cocked, waiting patiently for my answer. I saw your light, and was, um, wondering, if you've had dinner. There. It's a start anyway. You want to take me out to dinner? Mary asks, the smile spreading from her cheeks to her sparkling eyes. I was actually thinking of ordering pizza or something and wanted to know if you wanted to share it with me. I hadn't thought much about any of this, but it sounds pretty good. Mary sits back again, recrossing her smooth legs and smiling at me. I have no clue what she's thinking but I'm almost glad that I don't have the transmitter to find out. Okay. Mary says, having obviously come to some conclusion. But not pizza. Why don't you get some Chinese from that place near the bookstore and I'll meet you at your house in 30 minutes? She stands up, so I do too, and we're facing each other from about a foot apart. I'm about half a foot taller than she is which gives me a great view of her tits down her scoop neck top. Is there any particular dish that you like? I ask as I walk out on the porch. 
Surprise me, she says, closing the door and leaving me standing there with a very natural hard-on and a shit-eating grin. This could be an interesting night. At the Chinese place, I take the owner's recommendation on what dishes to get. I pile the boxes on the outside patio table and set it with chopsticks and napkins. Lighting a couple of outdoor candles I spread out the food and check my watch. A couple more minutes and I'll be eating a candlelight dinner with my very sexy neighbor. Nice touch. Mary says, coming through the sliding glass door. I hope you don't mind me just barging in. The front door was unlocked. Not at all. You just startled me. I answer. She's changed into a calf-length wraparound skirt and a white sleeveless blouse. I brought some wine. She smiles, holding up a bottle in one hand and a corkscrew in the other. This could get very interesting. The loose skirt isn't as sexy as the tight shorts, but it's also not as confining. I take the bottle from her and fumble a little with the corkscrew. Here, let me show you. She stands next to me, our bodies almost touching as she puts her hands over mine and shows me how to twist the corkscrew into the wine bottle and clamp it down. Thanks. I tell her, looking directly into her eyes instead of at the bottle. Now you pull these levers. She says, staring right back at me. Damn. I push down where she's pointing and the cork pulls right out. I'll get some glasses. I say, turning to towards the house. Mary grabs my arm to stop me. As long as we're outside, let's make it like a picnic. She says, tilting the bottle to her lips and taking a small sip. Besides, you don't want glassware out here by the pool. She adds, handing me the bottle. I take a small sip, swirl it around in my mouth. Mmm. I say, swallowing the wine. That's really good. I take a little larger sip and then start opening the takeout cartons. We eat right from the cartons, grabbing pieces of broccoli and kung pao chicken and balancing white rice on our chopsticks. Passing the bottle back and forth somehow leads to feeding each other as we sit side by side on a lounge chair. I wonder if it's the same chair where I saw mom getting Mary naked last summer. So, why don't you have a girlfriend? Mary asks before taking a long drink from the wine bottle. I don't know. Why don't you have a boyfriend? I retort, taking the bottle from her. Damn, it's nearly half empty. I take a smaller sip. I'm not used to drinking wine and I don't want to get sick. Because men are all assholes. She smiles. Present company excluded, of course. Of course. I agree, smiling at her. What? She asks, setting her chopsticks down and wiping her mouth with a napkin. You're really beautiful, you know. I tell her. Yeah, well, it's dark out. She laughs as she focuses on closing the takeout cartons while avoiding my eyes. I've seen you in the daylight. I say, setting the wine bottle down and leaning my face towards hers. The wine is so I'll have an excuse. She says, backing away from my obvious intention. Excuse for what? I ask, moving closer because I'm pretty sure I know what she's talking about. For what we both know is about to happen. She whispers, and then abruptly stands up. Jesus, Nick. She says loudly, wrapping her arms around herself as if she's cold. I just don't know about this. Fuck no. Not again. You're my best friend's son. She says as I stand up and put my arms around her, pulling her against me. I keep my hands in a neutral area on her back and just hold her, rocking back and forth. She settles into my arms and I try to think of the right thing to say. What if your mom found out? Her muffled speech is barely discernible with her head buried against my shoulder. I'm having a great time, Mary. I say, ignoring her question and trying to find a way to change the direction of the conversation. Let's go swimming. I abruptly suggest. The pool's heated. You can see the steam coming off of it. Swimming? She laughs. In what? Our underwear. I answer. My sister and I do it all the time. Among other things. I'm not your sister, Nick. Mary says but she's looking at the pool. I'm glad you're not my sister. I kiss her forehead and step back pulling my shirt over my head. Before she has a chance to protest, I pull my jeans off and stand there with my hard cock nearly poking through my jockey shorts. Come on. I say, turning towards the pool. You can blame it on the wine. I make a shallow dive and come up treading water near the center of the pool. Mary is still standing where I left her, watching the water ripple where I just dove in. My soggy briefs feel heavy, weighing me down in the warm water. I pull them off, treading water with one hand, and toss them onto the deck near her feet. I'll leave the pool lights off. I call to her. Silhouetted by the candlelight. 
I see her shoulders give a resigned shrug as she pulls her blouse over her head. Yes. I paddle a couple of feet sideways to get a better view. Mary slowly unwraps her skirt and lays it on the chaise lounge behind her. Standing there in her lacy white bra and tiny matching thong, she hesitates, hugging herself again and looking around the patio. I stay deathly quiet, barely moving the water around as she continues her internal argument with herself. The warm pool water feels nice as it swirls around my stiff cock, and I hold my breath, willing Mary to join me. How's the water? Mary finally breaks the silence, and I let my breath out as she unfastens her bra. Like bathwater. I answer. I'm not sure if she's excited or if it's the cool air, but Mary's thick nipples are in full arousal as they jet out from her large, dark areolas. Tossing her bra on the lounge chair, she steps towards the edge of the pool and I paddle closer. Leaving her thong on must be like some kind of compromise she made with herself, not that it'll matter. Once she gets in the water, Mary's heavy breasts hang deliciously from her chest, as she leans down, balancing herself with one hand and sits on the edge of the pool. With her feet dangling in the water, she swirls them around and I realize that my memory didn't do justice to Mary's breasts. Her dark red areolas must be two inches across and her nipples are as thick as my little finger. They are the kind of large tits that you want to lift up and cradle in your hands as you lick them all over. It's easy to picture her being able to suck her own nipples. You are so beautiful. I tell her again, placing my hands on her knees and caressing up the outside of her thighs. It's too dark to tell if she's blushing, but the way she dips her head and averts her eyes, I'm pretty sure she likes the compliment. She's sitting at the shallow end of the pool and when I stand up her eyes go directly to my cock, sticking straight out, a few inches above of the water. I can't believe we're doing this. She says, her legs spreading slightly as I step closer to her. Believe it. I say, moving my hands up her sides. My palms brush the sides of her soft tits as I lift her up under her arms and pull her into the pool. She reaches her hand between us groping for my hard cock and quickly wraps her hand around it like she's afraid it might disappear. I spread my legs for balance as she rubs my cock head against her thong-covered pussy. I want to pull her against me and feel her tits on my chest, but she has her other hand between us now and her arms are blocking her tits. Before I realize what she's doing, my cock feels the warmth of her pussy lips. She's pulled her thong to the side and is feeding my hard cock into her very anxious opening. Damn. No foreplay, no kissing, no buildup of any kind. With a couple of thrusts of her hips, she buries my cock inside her fiery pussy. I brace my back against the side of the pool and grab her ass cheeks with my hands. Oh God! You feel so good! Mary is humping my cock and grinding her clit against my pelvic bone. The assault is so quick and frantic that I nearly shoot my load before I realize it. I exert full control over my cock and hold off my climax while stiffening my erection to its hardest level. I had this great fantasy of taking her to bed and eating her through a couple of orgasms before we started fucking. Oh. God. Oh. Nick. Mary is like an animal in heat, violently thrusting forward as she gyrates her hips and rides my cock with increasing intensity. All I can do is squeeze her ass cheeks and keep her from bouncing off of me as her arousal builds, and she slams down harder and harder. The warm water is rippling around us, and the pool tile is digging into my back. I've never seen a woman so out of control without the use of the transmitter. Oh Nick. Oh God. I'm coming. Mary cries as she feverishly digs her fingernails into my shoulders and clamps her pussy around my cock. Oh, feel your walk. Mary screams and I wonder if the neighbors can hear her. I desperately hang on to my self-control as she rides out her explosive orgasm and collapses against my chest. Her large, soft breasts are swelling against me as she struggles to control her breathing. I hold her tightly and press my lips to hers, my hard cock still snugly inside her pulsating pussy. Our tongues entwine in a passion-laden kiss that she breaks off unexpectedly, pulling her face back to look in my eyes. You're still hard she says, almost accusingly. Didn't you come? Not yet. I smile. It wasn't good for you, was it? She says. Oh God, I don't. I didn't. I mean, Mary. I interrupt her. Sure. Sure. It was great. You were great. I was actually afraid I'd come too soon. It was so incredibly intense. I start moving inside her, long, slow strokes. I'll come this time. Oh my God. Mary cries, plunging her tongue back into my mouth as I start a slow rhythm with my cock. 
Moving away from the side of the pool I pull her legs up around me and use the buoyancy of the water to help me piston her up and down on my throbbing cock. With her arms and legs wrapped around me, she just holds on and lets me take the lead. Our tongues never leave each other's mouths as I swell my cock to its full thickness and glide it in and out of her juicy pussy. The water ripples around us and it's almost like we're dancing in the warm water as her orgasm builds towards another full crescendo. I maintain my control until she's digging her nails into my back and slamming down on my cock. Her breath is coming in short gasps as I drive her to another powerful release. Oh fuck. Oh God. She breathes in my ear. I'm coming again. She cries. I'm fucking coming all over your beautiful cock. Come with me, Nick. She pleads that I wait until I feel her pussy muscles contract around my cock before I let loose, spraying the inside of her pussy with a full load of jism. Oh. Mary moans. I can feel you coming inside of me. She whispers, her quivering pussy clenched tightly around my cock, milking out every drop. I release my grip on her ass and slide my hands around to her gorgeous tits while we float, connected together, in the shallow water. Oh my god, you are so fucking amazing, Nick. Mary whispers. Most guys can barely get me off once. She's squeezing her pussy around my spent cock, which I've stiffened just enough to keep it from slipping out. We're just getting started. I say. Wait until I get you into a bed. I kiss her lightly on the lips. You mean there's more? She looks at me incredulously. Are you kidding? I haven't even tasted you yet. I answer, pulling her down harder on my stiff cock. I bet you've got two or three orgasms left in there and I'm going to suck every one of them out of you. Em. She snuggles closer, massaging my cock with her pussy muscles. I can hardly wait to lick you all over, slide my tongue deep inside and devour your tasty cream. I whisper, hoping she enjoys some verbal foreplay. How do you know it's tasty? She teases, rocking gently on my hard cock. There's only one way to find out. I answer. I guess there is. She says, pushing away from me and disengaging my cock from her warm pussy. Shall I make it nice and clean for you? She asks, reaching her hand down to her crotch and holding her thigh to the side as she churns the water around. Here, let me help. I whisper, sliding my hand down from her breasts and combing my fingers through her dark triangle toward their target. Mary puts her arms behind her and spreads her legs as I slip first one and then two fingers into her recently fucked pussy. Oh! Mary exclaims, struggling to maintain her balance with my fingers twisting around between her sensitive pussy lips. I scoop out the thick mixture of our juices, thankful the pool light isn't on so we can't see all the floaties coming to the surface. Mary closes her eyes and grabs my shoulders to steady herself. As my impromptu pussy cleansing continues, I lean my face down and suck her right nipple into my mouth. Oh yeah! Mary grabs my head and mashes it into her soft breast. Mary moans softly as I gently grip her erect nipple with my teeth and flick it around with my tongue. It is surprisingly smooth with the skin stretched tautly from her arousal. Lightly dragging my teeth the length of her hard nipple, I stretch it out from her large areola before letting it pop back into place. Oh. Mary is squeezing her pussy around my fingers and grinding her tit into my face. Remembering the conversation Mom and Mary had about guys going straight for the nipple without any preliminary build-up, I ignore her nipple for a while and start licking circles around her areola. The beads of sweat on Mary's breast taste faintly of chlorine as my tongue lingers along the bottom slope. When I switch to her other breast, my hard cock brushes against her hip and she reaches down wrapping her fingers around it as my fingers continue to twist and turn inside her steamy pussy. Didn't you say something about a bed? Mary pants, as she caresses my hard cock. I certainly did. I answer quickly, pulling my fingers from her hot pussy and guiding her towards the steps. I follow her across the patio with my stiff cock pointing at her backside. The undulation of her naked-ass cheeks is a marvel to behold as she hurries into the house. Damn. I actually fucked our sexy neighbor without the use of the transmitter. I can't wait to taste her hot juices. Mary stops just inside the sliding glass door and slips off her wet thong, dropping it outside on the patio. I step into the house right after her, pressing my hard cock against her ass cheeks and reaching around to cup her supple breasts. Bed, remember? She whispers, leaning back against me and rubbing her ass up and down against my solid rod. I kiss her neck and massage her tits without touching her thick nipples. Which bedroom? Mary asks, pulling away and walking down the hall. Mom's room has the king-sized bed, 
but I get a sudden brain flash of last night's welcome home and figure the sheets probably still smell of rampant sex. My room, first door on the left. I answer, grabbing a couple of towels from the bathroom and hurrying to catch up with her. She turns the light on and surveys the room. Crossing to the window, she pulls down the shade and turns to face me. I've been away at college and my room looks pretty much the way I left it, with sports and rock band posters decorating the walls. At least it's fairly clean. Nice room, Nick. She smiles, her eyes locked on mine. The sight of my naked neighbor standing in my bedroom further energizes my cock and I watch her eyes shift from my face to my groin. This is the first good look we've had of each other, and we're both obviously enjoying the view. I toss her a towel and just stand there staring as she bends to dry her legs. Fuck. Her tits look even more massive hanging straight down with her thick nipples jutting towards the floor. I start to dry my legs as she rubs the towel up her inner thighs and over her neatly trimmed triangle. Some of the wet won't go away. She smiles as she pulls the towel over her head and slides it down her shoulders. Her ample breasts swing left and right as she twists her body to rub the towel against her back. I'll take care of the rest of your wet. I answer as I finish drying. I'm counting on it. Mary hands me her towel and sits down on the end of my bed. Leaning back, she pulls her feet up and scoots her body all the way up on the bed. Crawling between her outstretched legs, I lightly run my fingers up her inner thighs. Mmm. She sighs as I lean my face down for my first taste of her. Her swollen pussy lips are glistening with moisture and I breathe in the sweet scent of her arousal as I flatten my tongue and press it against them. Very slowly, I spread her lips apart and take one long lick from the bottom of her pussy all the way up to her clit. Oh. Yay. Mary moans as I repeat the slow licking several times, getting more of her hot juice with each pass. She's arching her back and pushing her pussy against my tongue, anxious for me to push it in farther. Her juices are mouthwateringly sweet, more similar to Susan's than Mom's or Nicole's. I plunge my tongue deep into her drenched hole to lap up more of her delectable cream. Oh me fucking God! Mary yells as I move my mouth up to her exposed clit. Sucking it into my mouth, I flick my tongue against the tip, sparking a series of tiny eruptions from deep within her soggy pussy. With pussy juice running down my chin, I continue sucking her clit while reaching up and pinching her stiff nipples, twisting and stretching them out from her heaving tits. Oh yeah! Keep doing that! Mary cries. That feels so fucking good. She's thrashing around on the bed with her ass in the air, thrusting her pussy against my mouth. Oh God! I'm coming again! She yells. I can't believe I'm coming again. Releasing her tits, I grab her thighs and hold her down on the bed as her orgasm bursts forth in a thick flood of new juices. I keep my mouth on her engorged clit, licking and sucking until her body jerks convulsively, and she slams her legs closed around my head. I hold my breath as long as I can, then push her thighs apart and pull my face up for air. Oh fuck! Mary sighs as I suck in a deep breath and stare at her bright pink pussy lips, dripping with her orgasmic release. You continue to surprise me, Nick. Mary whispers when her breathing starts to calm down. I could use your cock inside me right now. She says. Not just yet, Mary. I smile, my face covered in pussy juice. I think you've got at least one more orgasm waiting to be sucked out before we fuck again. I laugh as I start licking her thighs and around her ass cheeks. I'm not sure I've got another one in there. She sighs. Besides, I haven't sucked any out of you yet. All in good time. I answer, continuing to lick her dripping juices. We've got all night. Mary relaxes back on the bed as I continue to clean her up with my tongue, licking everywhere except directly on her pussy. All night, huh? She asks, dreamily. Damn, Nick, at your age, how do you know just what to do? She'd croak if she knew where I learned about pussy eating. My sister has never been shy about giving me direction, telling me where to lick, how hard to press with my tongue, and how gentle to be with her clit. She's the best teacher a guy could ever want, but I'm not going to tell Mary that. I'm just doing what comes naturally and hoping you like it. I lie as Mary spreads her legs farther apart and tries to maneuver her pussy closer to my tongue. That's my cue to start licking between her folds and working my tongue closer to her opening. Like it? If I could bottle it, I'd make a fortune. She whispers as I plunge my tongue back into her juicy hole, lapping up her sweet nectar. I swirl my tongue against the walls of her cunt and slowly work up towards her clit. I place two of my fingers in position to replace my tongue inside her swampy pussy. Oh, 
Mary moans loudly when I suck her clit into my mouth and thrust my fingers into her pussy at the same time. Her juices are spewing out like a dam has ruptured, soaking my chin and running down her ass cheeks. Fuck. She's flailing about so wildly that I can barely keep my mouth on her clit. Her pussy is on fire, and she grabs my hair with her fingers, jamming my face more tightly into her steamy opening. Bucking frantically against my mouth and my fingers, her body is trembling and she's screaming my name. Oh, Nick. 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 Oh, ha. She thrusts her legs out straight, arches her back and nearly tears my hair out as she grinds her pussy into my face. She's gasping for air as her whole body convulses in a thunderous climax that drenches my face and makes it impossible for me to breathe. Once again I pry her legs open to keep from suffocating or maybe to keep from drowning. Her pussy juices, having soaked my face and her inner thighs, are now running down the crack of her ass and pooling on my bed between her legs. Wiping my face on the comforter, I kiss my way up her body, stopping to nibble extensively on her stiff nipples before continuing up to her mouth. There was another orgasm in there. I whisper, kissing her on the lips as my hard cock glides between her splayed open pussy lips. In one quick thrust, I bury the entire length of it into her saturated cunt. M. She moans, opening her mouth to my pussy-soaked tongue as she pulls her knees up and spreads her thighs wider. My cock is more than ready, in fact anxious for a hard fuck but I patiently wait for Mary to recover and start responding. It doesn't take long and she starts to match my slow, steady rhythm, rocking her pussy against my thrust. I grab her ankles and push them towards her shoulders, almost bending her in half as I pound my excited cock into her fiery hole. I want to make Mary come again but my cock desperately wants to explode. With intense concentration, I hold back my release and slam into her as I feel the tension building in my balls. Damn it. Does she really have one more orgasm in her, and can I hold on until it peaks? Fuck. I jackhammer my cock into her burning pussy as she grabs hold of my ass. Digging her nails into my fleshy cheeks, she frantically thrusts against me and I feel her building towards orgasm number five. Yes, this time there is no moaning or announcement of her impending orgasm, just heavy panting and frenetic rocking. Her release arrives like an atomic bomb that mushrooms into a tumultuous flood of thick pussy juice gushing out around my cock. I let everything go and my body jerks spasmodically as I spew load after load of hot cum deep inside her quivering hole. When I'm fully spent, I lower her legs and collapse on top of her luscious tits. I smile to myself as I ride the wave created by our heaving chests. Five fucking orgasms. Without using the transmitter. Isn't it every college guy's fantasy to come home on semester break and fuck his sexy neighbor? Damn. Her pussy feels incredible, pulsating around my spent cock. Mary is the first to talk, breaking my out of my reverie. You are not at all what I expected, Nick. Mary says, combing her fingers through my hair. What? You expected six orgasms? I tease as I pull my cock out and slide off of her sweat-soaked body. Mary laughs and kisses the top of my head as I settle down next to her. What I expected? She says, leaning up on her elbow to look in my eyes. No offense, Nick, but what I expected was a fairly innocent kid who I would use to get myself off and maybe give him a thrill in the process. You did get off, and I am thrilled. I smile. But you are not innocent, she blurts out. I still don't know where you learned to, to do all that. I took a class at school. I answer innocently. Really? Mary is astounded. Is she really that gullible? No, I'm just kidding. I smile, and she hits my arm. I've had a couple of girlfriends who were not shy about telling me what they liked. It's sort of the truth. She doesn't need to know it was my mom and my sister. I'm a quick learner. I add. Okay, you learn quickly, but your control. She offers the wide-eyed praise while laying on her back with her arm around my shoulder. Do you have any idea what you have? Do you know how many women right here in this neighborhood would kill for what you just gave me? I try to think of other women in our neighborhood. Mary notices my confusion and starts spouting off names, none of which conjure up any images of women I'd like to fuck. What? Are you going to start pimping me out to your friends? I ask jokingly. No way. Mary gets real quiet. We shouldn't even have done this. I was just so fucking horny. She smiles sheepishly. How was I to know you'd make me feel like a wrung-out dishrag? I can barely move. I don't want you to move. I answer, lightly drawing circles on her breasts with my finger. You have the most amazing body. I add, leaning up to lick her breasts while my fingers glide down her stomach. 
Mary grabs my hand and stops it before it gets too far. No more just now, Nick, Mary says quietly. I haven't recovered from the last one. I don't think I could come again no matter what you did. Is that a challenge? I smile while still licking her breast. God, no, she answers, pushing my head away from her. I should be getting home, she says without moving. Stay the night, I whisper, draping my arm across her breasts and looking in her eyes. She hesitates, obviously thinking about the implications, then nods. There's no chance your mom or sister will come home, right? None at all, I assure her, cuddling closer and settling in for the night. Good night, Mary, I whisper, kissing her neck and breathing in the scent of her hair. Good night, Nick. She whispers that I lay there watching the rising and falling of her succulent breasts and listening to her steady breathing. I still can't believe this has happened without the transmitter. I reluctantly close my tired eyes, leaving me with vibrant images of Mary's sexy tits burned into my brain. Full-color images dance in my head as sleep overtakes me. Erotic dreams of her waking me with a morning blowjob give way to thoughts of lathering her voluptuous body in a morning shower. I'm pulled out of my near-coma-like sleep by the incessant ringtone of my cell phone. Rubbing my eyes, I feel Mary stirring beside me as I stumble to the dresser. It's my sister. I say to Mary as I flip open my phone. Hey. I watch Mary's delicious breasts rise as she arches her back and stretches her arms over her head. Hey, Mom and I are at the bagel shop around the corner. Do you want us to bring you something? Susan's voice booms from my phone. I cover it with my hand and turn to Mary. They're right around the corner. I whisper and then uncover the phone and answer my sister. Yeah, sure. I haven't had breakfast yet. Mary is out of the bed in a flash, running naked down the hall before I can tell her she has a few minutes. I follow her to the sliding glass door and watch her race across the patio for her clothes. Okay, we'll see you in a few. Susan says and I close my phone. Mary is bending over, picking up her skirt, and I'm about to yell to her that there'll be at least ten minutes when the back gate opens and Sam, our pool guy, takes two steps into the yard and freezes in his tracks. Mary hears the gate open and turns abruptly, dropping her skirt in an attempt to cover herself. With one hand covering her pussy, she tries to hide her generous breasts behind her other hand and her thin arm. Sam just stares wide-eyed at her futile attempt to hide her nakedness. Sam is thin and muscular, on the far side of sixty with leathery skin and a long gray ponytail. Dressed in a pair of cut-off jeans, he sets down his pool equipment without taking his eyes off of Mary's body. Folding his arms across his bare chest his eyes appraise her voluptuous body. You could avert your eyes, Mary says, glancing down at her skirt crumpled at her feet. Yes, ma'am, I suppose I could, Sam says, smiling as he wipes his mouth with the back of his hand. Well, Mary says, exasperatedly. Well, what? He asks, ceremoniously adjusting the front of his jeans. Are you going to avert your eyes so I can get dressed? Mary asks. I don't believe I will, ma'am, he answers. A beautiful woman like you has nothing to be ashamed of, he adds. I'm not ashamed, Mary retorts. I'm just not an exhibitionist. No, ma'am, I never thought you were. Sam smiles as Mary turns her back. You've got nothing to be ashamed of from this side either, Sam says, staring at Mary's firm round ass cheeks. Mary squats down, picks up her skirt, and starts wrapping it around her. She doesn't notice Sam moving closer to the pool as she uses both hands to fasten her skirt. He's moved quietly around until he has a clear view of her front again. There's nothing to see now, just my back. Mary says triumphantly, looking over her shoulder to where Sam was standing. She whips her head around and finds him in front of her, staring at her chest. You are a perverted old man! Mary screams turning around again and grabbing her bra from the lounge chair. I probably am, Sam says. And you're just a woman skinny dipping in her neighbor's pool, every pool man's wet, um, fantasy, ma'am. Mary almost laughs in spite of herself. You can say what dream, she says. I'm a grown woman. She fastens her bra and pulls her blouse over her head. That you are, ma'am, Sam says appreciatively. Fully dressed, Mary walks over to where Sam's standing. And you're an asshole! Mary cries as she slaps him hard across the face. Turning away, she walks back towards the house. You were worth every bit of that slap! Sam says to her back and I watch her smile as she steps through the sliding glass doors. Could it get any worse? She says to me. First I sleep with my best friend's son, then I put on a show for the perverted pool man. And you were a lot of help! 
Mary turns to me accusingly. He thought you were skinny dipping in our pool. Did you want me to give him other ideas about why you were here? No. No. You're right. Mary slips her flip-flops on and heads for the front door. I better get out of here. Mary? I grab her arm and turn her towards me in a full embrace. Last night was amazing. You were amazing. She kisses me lightly on the lips while wrapping her hands around my cock. God, I'm getting wet again. She sighs. Probably hot for the pool guy. I tease, but she just smiles and uses both hands to stroke my hardening manhood. I really want to suck on this. She says, squeezing my fully aroused cock. Please come over later if you can, Nick. She puts her mouth against mine and flicks her tongue over my lips. I will. I answer, humping my cock into her hand and trying to push my tongue in her mouth. I'd better go. Mary says as she pushes away from me and slips out the front door. I close it behind her, standing naked in the entryway with my cock sticking straight out in front of me. Turning towards the hallway, I head for the shower, anxious to wash off Mary's scent before Mom and Susan get home. I bask in the warmth of the hot water, reliving last night with Mary. It still seems unreal to have done all that without the transmitter. As I wash off the remaining evidence of our erotic encounter, my mind flashes to Tracy, the red-headed goddess, riding my cock after that insane blowjob she gave me. Fuck, I don't think I've ever come so hard. Shampooing my hair with my head tilted back and my eyes closed, I hear the shower door slide open. Hey, little brother. Susan says quietly. Mind if I join you? My eyes are still closed as I attempt to rinse the soap from my hair. Not at all. I answer, feeling her brush against me as she climbs into the shower. We're in the main bathroom, which has a shower-slash-tub combination, and I'm standing with my back to the spray head. With the soap rinsed out, I open my eyes and watch my naked sister squirt body wash into her hand. She smiles at me as she rubs her hands together and moves towards me. My cock springs to life instantly when my sister touches it with her soapy hands. Did you miss me? She laughs. Were you home all alone with no one to play with? I decide not to answer that. How's Danae? I ask as my sister expertly massages my balls while lathering soap along my hard cock. She was really good. Susan says, looking me in the eyes. But she doesn't have one of these. She laughs as her hands continue to slide up and down the length of my cock. I knew that. I laugh. But I hear she really eats pussy well. I pump my cock through my sister's talented hands as I rub body wash across her tits. She has some wonderful techniques that I can't wait to show mom. Susan says as I soap her perfect tits, teasing her nipples hard with my thumbs. If I get a chance to. I mean, you know, if we're going to continue, with mom and dad back together now. What? I ask, my hands motionless on her my sister's breasts. You mean they are actually getting back together? Susan is still stroking my cock as she looks in my eyes. That's the main reason mom and I came home. She says. Mom wants to explain everything and she's really worried about how you'll react. She squeezes my cock playfully. I thought it would help if I talked to you first. I like the way you talk. I smile, humping my cock into her hands. But I think mom's making a big mistake. I run my hands down my sister's sides and reach around to cup her ass cheeks. We just have to be supportive, Nick. Susan says, pulling my hard cock up against her smooth pussy mound and mashing her soapy tits against my chest. Apparently Uncle Harry really fucked with Dad's mind and used the transmitter to ruin their marriage. Susan is squeezing my ass cheeks and grinding her slippery body against me. I don't know, sis. I answer, kissing her lightly on the lips as our soapy bodies dance under the shower spray. Come on, Nick. Think about how much havoc you've wreaked with the transmitter and you didn't have any evil intent. Susan says. Uncle Harry was out to get what he wanted and used the transmitter to make it happen. Look what he did with Maggie. If all that's true, why did he wait so long to take advantage of mom, and you? My cock is ready for more than a soapy pussy mound to rub against. Who knows? Susan answers, shaking her hard nipples against my slippery chest. Maybe he was waiting until he had developed the portable transmitter, or until you and I were grown. It doesn't really matter, Nick. Susan continues to plead her case. What matters is that you are supportive of mom and trust her judgment. I try to turn Susan around but she resists. Not in here. She smiles. I want you on a bed. She kisses my lips. On your back. She squeezes my cock. With this inside my wet pussy. She doesn't have to ask me twice. 
We quickly rinse under the shower spray and barely towel off before my sister drags me into my bedroom. I momentarily panic, looking at the crumpled sheets and thinking about the bodily fluids that leaked onto them last night when Mary's pussy juice was flowing like a fountain. Susan doesn't seem to notice as she pushes me onto my back, swings her right leg over me and glides her anxious pussy down onto my hard cock. You weren't kidding about being wet, sis. I push into her as she settles onto my rigid shaft. I told you I miss your cock. She smiles, sitting up straight and starting a slow rocking motion. Danae was good, but a tongue only goes so far. You know how much I like a hard cock afterwards. I do. I pant as she picks up the rhythm and her tits start bouncing against her chest. Sometimes I think that's the only reason you and mom keep me around. I smile, catching her jiggling breasts with my hands and squeezing my fingers into her soft flesh. Are you complaining? She teases. No way. I answer. Our passion overrides any further conversation as my sister rides my cock like a champion, almost bouncing off the tip of it a couple of times. I fondle her tits as I look at her blonde hair swirling around her head and realize how much I really love her. I can't remember the last time I had sex with so many different women in one weekend, but it always comes back to Susan. Tracy's blowjob was incredible and I loved her fair complexion, her wispy red pubes and light pink nipples. Pleasuring Mary without the transmitter was like a dream come true. I've become so reliant on the transmitter that I wasn't sure I could do without it. Apparently, I don't need it as much as I thought I did. And don't forget mom. With her and dad getting back together, who knows if that was the last time. I hate to think about that. But as long as I always have Susan. Nick, we need to. Mom stops in her tracks, staring at Susan frantically riding my hard cock. Oh, she says. Sorry, but um, oh, just hurry up. She turns and storms out of the room. What's that about? Susan asks, trying to get her rhythm back. I don't know. I harden my cock and push up into her. Oh, fuck it. Susan cries. Just come, Nick. She says, triggering her own orgasm and clamping down on my hard cock. I do as she says, ejaculating into her contracted pussy but it sure isn't the same as if we'd finished naturally. Let's go see what's upsetting mom. Susan says, pushing herself off of my spent cock and getting off the bed. Leaning down, she kisses the tip of my pussy-soaked cock. To be continued. She adds, smiling at me. What's going on? Susan asks when we join mom in the living room. Neither Susan nor I have bothered getting dressed. Mom is sitting on the couch holding her cell phone. It seems your brother has been up to his antics with the transmitter again. Mom says, glaring at me. What? Susan says, turning to me. When? Before I can answer, Mom fills in the details. Seems there's an employee named Tracy at your dad's company. Ring any bells, Nick? Mom asks sarcastically. Seems she knows all about the transmitter. Fuck. How can that be? You told her about the transmitter? Susan asks incredulously. Of course not. I answer. I used the transmitter on her. I admit. I wanted her to show me how she teaches blowjobs, and I fucked her, but I erased her memory. I know I did. How could this happen? You erased her memory. But there was the little matter of a video feed from her office that didn't get erased. Mom says. Oh fuck. How could I have been so fucking stupid? Of course there was a video. She said every office had a video feed and I only had her erase the video feed to the offices Susan and Mom were in. She has a video clip of you using the transmitter on her and erasing her memory. Mom says incredulously. Get dressed we need to get down there and deal with this right now. What is she going to do? Susan asks. What does she want? I echo. Who knows what she'll do? She wants a transmitter of her own. Mom says, arching her eyebrows. Come on, we'll talk on the way. Get dressed. Susan and I hurriedly dress and the three of us are soon flying down the interstate in Mom's car. What were you thinking, Nick? Mom asks as I try to figure a way out of the mess I've created. I ran into her when I left Susan and Danae. I answer Mom and then turn to my sister in the back seat. She had seen you and Danae on the video feed. I tell her. She was about to barge into the conference room when I used the transmitter to stop her. She started telling me about the sex school and you know the rest. Did you give her a trigger? Susan asks. No, I didn't want to cause any more problems with the trigger. I answer, trying to remember everything I told Tracy. Find time to be concerned about the triggers. Susan says sarcastically. Let's talk about how we're going to solve this. 
Mom interrupts us. Any ideas, Nick? Did you use the transmitter, Mom? I ask. No. I didn't need it. She answers, obviously wondering what that has to do with anything. Then it should still be tuned to Tracy's frequency. I say thinking out loud. That'll help. I tell them as I inspect the transmitter. We discuss various approaches for the rest of the drive, interrupted periodically with phone calls from Dad giving Mom updates on the situation. It seems we'll be meeting with Tracy and her lawyer in a conference room at Dad's office. I don't think Tracy really knows how the transmitter works, and I have a couple of ideas about how we can resolve this but I'm basically going to have to play it by EAR.AS we pull into the parking lot of Dad's building I tell Susan to go into the conference room with Mom and text me who's there. Just tell them I'm in the restroom and I'll be right there. I say. I wait in the men's room until I receive Susan's text. Dad, Tracy, her lawyer and a bodyguard, occupy the conference room along with Mom and Susan. I put the earbuds in, take a deep breath and push open the conference room door. Pressing the button, I address Tracy across the room. Tracy, why don't you and your bodyguard wait in the hallway with Susan while I talk with your lawyer? I press the button and start dialing, picking up several frequencies as I try to figure out which one is the lawyer. Okay, Nick. Tracy says, standing up and motioning for her bodyguard to follow her. Just a minute. Her lawyer yells, jumping to his feet. She told me you might do something like this. Tracy, stay right here. He says, blocking her way. It's okay. I'm just going to wait outside a minute. She says, stepping around the lawyer. When you hear what I have to say, you'll be glad she's outside. I tell him, still frantically searching for his frequency. It becomes easier when Susan, Tracy, and her bodyguard leave the room. Okay, I've got it. What's your name? I ask when the lawyer's eyes glaze over. Stan. He answers in a dull monotone. What has she told you, Stan? I ask, wondering if Tracy has shared everything with him. Only that she wanted me here so you wouldn't try anything. He answers and I can't help but smile. She didn't even tell me what she wanted from you. It was all very weird. Did she give you anything? I ask. Yes, she gave me a sealed package. He glances at his briefcase. I don't know what's in it. Please give it to me. I say, he reaches inside his briefcase and brings out a small padded mailing envelope. It probably has a DVD of the video. I thank Stan and tell him he can go home now. While he packs up his stuff I step into the hall and dial in the bodyguard's frequency. This is going better than I thought it would. I dismiss him too and then usher Tracy back into the conference room as I zap her with the transmitter again. Who else knows about that happened in your office? I ask Tracy as mom, dad and Susan watch us. No one. She says. I didn't want to trust anyone. Okay. That's good news. How many copies did you make of the video feed from your office? I ask. Three copies. She answers. Where are they? I gave one to Stan. I mailed one to myself and I brought one with me today to negotiate with. She answers. May I have the one you brought with you? I ask. I've got it. Dad says somewhat stoically. It's in my office. I verified that it portrayed what she says it does. He adds without offering any further information. Okay. Fuck. I wonder if he saw me watching him and mom fucking? Where did you mail it? I ask Tracy. It's Sunday, Nick. Susan interjects. She couldn't have mailed it. I dropped it in the drop box at my apartment building. Tracy answers. I think about this for a minute before proceeding. What else did you do to guard against me using the transmitter on you again? I ask Tracy as mom sits forward anxious for her answer. I wrote a note and sent myself an email detailing everything that happened. Tracy answers. Wow. That's pretty good thinking. I'm not sure I would have thought of all this if I were in her place. Where's the note? Mom asks, picking up the questioning. I put it in the envelope with the copy I mailed to myself. Tracy says. Did you do anything else to safeguard yourself? Mom asks. No. Tracy answers. Mom sits back in her chair considering what needs to be done. Okay. Mom says, turning to me. We need her to delete the email and then we need to retrieve the copy she mailed to herself. I think about this for a minute and then turn back to Tracy. Did you delete the original copy of the video from the surveillance computer? I ask. Oh, good thinking, Nick. Susan exclaims. Yes, I didn't want anyone else stumbling across what happened. Tracy answers. What were you going to do with the transmitter if I gave you one? I ask curiously. 
Based on what I saw, I could do whatever I wanted. She answers flatly. Every one of our clients would be able to live out his fantasy and perform sexually as if he were a young man again. She says, surprising me with her answer. That's not a bad idea. Dad says participating in the conversation for the first time. I'm surprised I never thought of that when I had the transmitter. You weren't exactly yourself. Mom reassures him and I glance at Susan, rolling my eyes. Why don't we get Tracy to delete her email? I suggest. Then Susan and I can go to her apartment with her to retrieve the package. What if we can't get it from the mail drop? Susan asks. Then we'll have to stay with Tracy, at her apartment, until it arrives in the mail. I answer and Susan smiles at the possibilities. Tracy, you will go to your office, sign on to your email account, and delete any emails that you've sent yourself since yesterday morning. Delete them from your inbox, your sent folder, and any other folder they might be in. When you're done you'll invite Susan and I to spend a few days at your place. I press the button on the transmitter and Tracy immediately stands up and heads to the door. Mom, why don't you and Susan go with Tracy? Dad and I will go to his office to get the other copy of the DVD. Before anyone can object, I stand up and nod to Dad. I want to get him alone so I can find out what he saw on the DVD. Susan shrugs, looks at Mom and follows Tracy out of the room. Mom looks at me quizzically, evaluating the situation, and then quickly turns and follows Susan. I dial in Dad's frequency as we're walking along but wait to press the button until we're inside his office. He stops halfway to his desk and his eyes glaze over. What did you see on the DVD, Dad? I ask. Answer in your regular voice with normal voice inflection. Susan. He answers. What about her? I ask trying to comprehend what he's saying. I saw Susan on the DVD. He says and I realize that he's thinking about the plasma screen of Susan with Danae. What else did you see? I ask expecting him to mention he and mom. Danae. He says. Susan was with Danae. That's right. What else did you see? I ask almost holding my breath. Her gorgeous tits and her swollen nipples. He answers. And her ass. She has such a great fucking ass. I'm sure he's not talking about Danae. He's seen her often enough. What else did you see besides Susan and Danae on the DVD? I ask. You and Tracy. He answers. She was giving you a blowjob while you watched Susan and Danae. I stand there for a minute studying him. Where is the DVD, Dad? I finally ask. In my computer. He answers. I walk over to his desk and move the mouse to clear his screensaver. The screen comes alive and the DVD player application is minimized. I right-click to restore it and see that it is paused about halfway through the video feed from Tracy's office. Dad has zoomed in and the screen is frozen on Susan's naked ass. I smile. Dad may fit back into this family after all. Did you watch the rest of the DVD, Dad? I ask. No, I kept replaying the section with Susan. He answers. I eject the DVD and slip it into my pocket. What did you think when you saw Susan naked? I ask, walking back over to where Dad is standing. She reminds me of your mother at that age but with bigger breasts. He smiles. Were you turned on? I ask, finding the conversation very interesting. I had a huge fucking hard on but with Tracy and her lawyer waiting in the conference room I left it to watch the rest later. He answers. Do you want to fuck Susan? I ask, wondering at the implications of this. I don't trust Dad but he can hardly object to me fucking Mom if he's fucking my sister. I wonder what Susan will think of this. I always thought incest was for sick fucks who couldn't get it up with normal women but Susan looks so damn fuckable in that video. Hell, I don't think I could ever seriously consider fucking my own daughter but I damn sure want to hang on to that DVD. He says excitedly dot I consider giving him a command to make him more receptive to incest but decide to wait and see what happens. I can always give him that command later. Instead I instruct him to agree that we need to destroy the DVD but he'll retain a vivid memory of what he saw. The office door opens just as I push the transmitter button. We've got it. I tell mom as she walks into the room. How'd it go with Tracy? Fine. Mom says looking from me to dad and back. She and Susan are waiting for you downstairs. Okay. I say kissing mom on the cheek. Sorry about all this. I tell her sincerely. It won't happen again. No, Nick. Mom says. You're wrong. It probably will happen again, but please try to be careful. She pulls me into a full embrace. No more shenanigans like this though, okay? I promise to be more careful, mom. I answer. 
I know she's heard this from me before but after this I'm really going to be extra careful with the transmitter. You have fun. Mom says, smiling as she raises one eyebrow in a conspiratorial gesture. We will. I say, really meaning it. I can't wait for Tracy to use my cock to teach her blowjob techniques to my sister. I'll see you after we get the DVD and the note. Are you going to be at Uncle Harry's or Dad's place? I'm not sure. Mom answers, stepping next to Dad and wrapping her arms around his waist. Call my cell when you're done. You got it. I answer, glancing at Dad before I turn and leave. Tracy and my sister are waiting next to Tracy's car in front of Dad's office building. Tracy invited us to spend a few days at her place. Susan smiles as I exit the building. That's great. I answer as we all climb into her car and she drives us to her apartment. I tune in her frequency as she's parking behind her apartment complex and as soon as we're inside her apartment with the door closed I push the button. Tracy, we're going to be staying with you for a few days. While we're here you will be receptive to every sexual advance from either my sister or myself. You will enthusiastically offer to teach Susan everything you know about blowjobs and not give a thought to the fact that we are brother and sister. I pause, looking at Susan to see if there is anything else we need to say. While we're here. Susan takes over. You will cook our meals, wash our clothes and cater to our every wish including staying naked unless we tell you to get dressed. Susan smiles at me clearly proud of her idea. I nod and press the button on the transmitter. Are you guys hungry? Tracy asks as she starts removing her clothing. I could cook something for you. She says, tossing her blouse on a chair and unfastening her bra. Susan, I can't wait to teach you the oral stimulation of the male genitalia class. Tracy unzips her skirt and I watch Susan stare at her lightly freckled tits and her pale pink nipples. I wish I had brought one of our lifelike male dummies that we use for practice. Tracy says as she kicks her lace panties aside. That's okay. Susan says, putting her arm around my shoulder. I brought my own dummy we can practice on. Both women laugh. Hey. I yell in mock anger, shaking loose from her arm. What? You don't want to be practiced on? Susan teases as she walks over and combs her fingers through Tracy's light red pubic hair. I didn't say that. I answer quickly. Let's skip eating for now and get right to the oral stimulation lesson. Susan says, caressing Tracy's firm-ass cheeks while continuing to stroke her pussy mound with her other hand. The bedroom is over here. Tracy says, disengaging herself from Susan's caresses and walking toward an open door on the other side of the room. Following her with my eyes, I get my first good look at her naked ass. Hypnotically swaying from side to side, her round-ass cheeks are covered with the same light smattering of freckles as her breasts. Nice. Susan whispers. I wouldn't trade her for Danae, but let's see what happens. We follow Tracy into the bedroom. Tracy pulls back the comforter on her bed and selects a small bottle from a collection of bottles on her nightstand. She must have a wide variety of flavored lubricants. I step closer to the bed and start to pull my shirt off. Wait a minute, Nick. Tracy says. We'll undress you. She grabs my arm to keep me from removing my shirt. You can get undressed. Tracy nods to my sister. Susan quickly sheds her clothes and steps over next to Tracy. With both of them facing me, my cock responds to their drastically different bodies. Susan's large tits, thick nipples and wide areolas are a stark contrast to Tracy's smaller breasts, quarter-sized areolas and light pink nipples. As Tracy is explaining to my sister about how foreplay begins with the undressing, I drop my eyes to their respective pussies. Susan's porcelain smooth, blemish-free mound looks even more austere compared to Tracy's freckled one with its thin coating of fine red hair. Before I can make any further comparisons, Tracy is pushing my shirt up and caressing my nipple. You want to make every move count. Tracy is telling my sister, as she pinches my nipple with one hand and expertly removes my shirt with the other. The clothing should seem like it just disappears. She tells Susan. Because he's concentrating on what else you're doing. She's right. I barely notice my shirt is gone. I was following the movement of her fingers across my chest to my other nipple. Tracy bites my right nipple, sending shivers through my body as she bends down to untie my shoes. When I lift my leg so she can remove my shoe, she glides her hand across the crotch of my jeans, palming my balls. While I keep my leg in the air, she distracts me by rubbing my cock and balls through my jeans. I nearly lose my balance and set my bare foot on the floor, never realizing she took my sock off. 
After I nearly lose my balance and trap her hand between my legs, she repeats the maneuver with my other shoe. By the time I'm naked, my cock is rock hard and Tracy is explaining to Susan about the flavored lubricant. Tracy gently pushes me onto the bed and starts showing Susan a variety of comfortable positions that won't give her a stiff neck. I'm amazed, and a little frustrated, at the level of detail in her training. I thought a blowjob was a blowjob. Who knew all the science and mechanics involved? While Tracy and Susan alternate massaging flavored lubricant all over my stiff cock, my mind is a jumble of sexual imagery. Dominated by Susan and Mom, my brain also flashes images of Nicole, Maggie, Mary and Sherry. Of course, Susan and Danae pop up along with Mom and Dad. I can't help but wonder if Susan and I will still be fucking Mom when Dad moves back home. Mmm. I moan when Tracy shows Susan how she sucks just my cockhead into her mouth. When it's Susan's turn, I have to concentrate to keep from shooting my load in her mouth as she strokes my balls, jacks my cock and flicks her tongue against the base of my cockhead. I'm still wondering about Mom and Dad when Susan stops sucking me and I feel her shift around on the bed. Oh. Fuck. I moan when Susan impales herself on my hard cock. Her pussy is on fire and I try to thrust up into it but Tracy is instructing her to keep her weight on me so I can't move. Susan smiles as she bends down to whisper in my ear. I love being in control like this. She says and I almost laugh because she's always in control. Are you making your dick this hard? She whispers and I just shake my head. It's all you, sis. I tell her, still trying to hump my cock into her steamy pussy. I can't wait to try this on Carl's big black dick. She whispers, lifting her ass as she sits up and lets my cock slide out of her slick pussy. Lightly dragging her tits down my body, she expertly sucks my cock head back into her mouth and starts caressing my balls again. God. I had forgotten about Carolyn and Carl and I'm surprised at my own reaction. I've only shared my sister with women, never with men. Will I be jealous like I was watching mom and dad fuck? Funny how I didn't mind Carl fucking Nicole but I'm not sure I want his thick cock jammed inside my sister. Of course with Carolyn there, keeping me busy, I might not be so worried about it. Oh. Yeah. Susan pulls me out of my reverie by going for the home stretch. My sister has always been a great cocksucker, but now she's sucking, teasing my balls, corkscrewing her hand up and down my slick shaft and driving me out of my fucking mind. It almost feels like she has more than two hands. I open my eyes and realize why. It's Susan's mouth on my cock but Tracy's hands. She's applying her marvelous handjob techniques, swirling her fingers around my well-lubricated shaft. While Susan sucks on my cockhead, flicking it with her tongue, her hands snake tantalizingly across my balls. With a naked woman on each side of me, I watch their deliciously synchronized breasts bouncing with their movements as they work my cock to a frenetic finish. I've never felt anything like this. Oh me God! My cock explodes into my sister's mouth as Tracy continues to churn her fingers up and down my spewing rod. I fill my sister's warm mouth with what seems like a never-ending geyser of hot cum Tracy milks out every drop before releasing my spent cock and Susan lets it plop from her mouth. I just gasp for air. Sandwiching me between them, Susan and Tracy cuddle their naked bodies against mine as my breathing returns to normal. Why don't you rest? Susan whispers in my ear. I'm going to eat some red-headed pussy. I just nod as Susan slides her body over mine and gently nudges Tracy onto her back. Our turn. She smiles, sucking one of Tracy's pale pink nipples into her mouth and running her fingers through the downy red patch of pubic hair. I watch my sister's ass go into the air as she bends her mouth down to Tracy, and it reminds me of where Dad paused the DVD. Tracy lets out a low guttural moan as Susan starts licking her pussy, and I keep thinking about Dad's excitement when he saw Susan with Danae. I wonder if I should mention Dad's reaction to my sister. I'm still not sure I want to share her with him even if it means we can continue fucking Mom. Would Susan even want to fuck Dad? Yes. Tracy screams, but I realize she's not answering my question. Keep doing that. She instructs Susan who's slurping away at Tracy's wet pussy. I turn onto my side for a better view. I don't have to decide right now. This story is continued in the next part. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. We offer a free Erotica Podcast and a premium patron taboo podcast which contains more intense sexual themes. You can subscribe to the premium podcast for $2 per month or support the Erotica Podcast on Patreon to support us and allow members to request future stories and themes. Links are in the description. 
Thank you for listening.